Welcome, everybody, to episode 252 of the Fumstick Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic is Uncharted 4. Uh, Eric and Will are going to carry the episode this week, uh, being the Uncharted players. Uh, how much did you guys play? I got to chapter 9, mm-hmm. uh, which is about five hours. Okay. William? I, I beat it. And hey. I beat it like an hour ago. So oh, wow. Have, You're fresh. I, so I don't have my notes all written down for because I was going to take notes. Um, so this is going to be all off my, uh, my, my noggin. And spoiler free. Spoiler free. Well done. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be the main topic. Does anyone have anything you want to tease for later on the episode? That's all I played, Dan. Okay. Same. I got a couple things. Let's hear it, Corey. I played the Final Fantasy X HD remaster. Uh, oh, wait. You know what? I lied. I played that, too. Nice. All right. So we can have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, I also played the Final Fantasy IX port, PC port of the mobile update. So I'll talk about that. Uh, I played a little more Stellaris, the exciting conclusion to the rest of that game. Uh-huh. Uh, and I also went back and played the, this isn't new, but uh, right after we finished recording, I had a hankering to play the opening 30 minutes of Bioshock Infinite. Oh, yeah. So I went back and replayed that. Nice. And a whole bunch of Hearthstone. <laughs> Dan, I lied again. I, I also played the second episode of uh, Hitman, the new Hitman. Oh, cool. Yes. Excellent. Uh, the only thing I played, and this is going to sound weird, but was the division. Really? Yeah, I played a lot of the division this week. You I wanted nut. to play that too. I'll get in. I'll get into why during what we played, but um... I have zero ambition to play that game. <laughs> I can understand. We'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into Uncharted. So Uncharted, for those of you that don't know, the fourth and final Uncharted game from Naughty Dog. So they say. Yeah, that's what um, they told us. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what they've been saying. Uh, who knows? Uh, it's a good you know quality series, so maybe it'll be you know uh, resurrected in a different form or whatever, what have you. But um, so yeah, take it away, fellas. Will. All right. So well, yeah, Will. Well, let's, let's let's first say that uh, Will. This is the only Uncharted game Will has ever played. Right. Uh, yeah. I have played all three previous. I've basically been saying for like the last six years that Uncharted is a series that I don't think I would enjoy at all. Um, and boy, let me tell you, I was completely wrong in evaluating my what I like in gaming because this game was amazing in my really? opinion. Yeah, I loved it. I didn't think you were going to like it at all. I like it 100 times more than The Last of Us. Well, that's just retarded. I can't even imagine such a thing. But Oh. Uh Especially since you didn't play the first, or you have no connection to the characters. No, but they do a very good job, like making me like the characters that they presented. Like I really enjoyed uh, Sullivan, uh, Elena, and your brother when they introduced them. I really liked all of the characters a lot. Good. They do a really good job with like, because this is a very like action heavy game, and I think they do a really good job. Like when they slow it down, you can just have like like short conversations with you know whoever you're with at the time. And, like, there's this one moment later in the game where you and uh, somebody else is just sitting on a chair just chit-chatting about life. And it was, like, such a cool moment because you're overlooking, like, this beautiful environment just, like, talking about how life could be different and stuff like that. And it was just so cool. Yeah. Um, I would say that if you like that part of this, you probably wouldn't care as much for the other ones. Is it more action-heavy? 
Yeah. Okay. It's more um, stuff falling out from under your feet when you're climbing and Which, like an action movie. That's a lot, uh, a lot in this game. And actually, I didn't really... That never happens once in this game from what I understand. Like stuff falling out while you're climbing? Yeah. I've had a lot of things I'm climbing break. Giant... Well, no, no, like... There, there was always like um, a truck that would be hanging off a cliff and it would just fall out from under you and be a big action scene. But Giant Bomb said that doesn't happen at all. I was really surprised. Okay. But I mean, same, same kind of thing. There's this, like there's stuff like crumbling and you're like climbing as fast as you can. It's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually didn't really like the combat at first. I think it's because I'm just not used. Like I wasn't used to playing a third person shooter. Um, you didn't like the gunplay because it's not very good. Yeah, it's not the best. It's better than Quantum Break, at least. Um, I thought. From my remembrance of uh, Quantum Break, I'd say they're pretty on par. Both kind of bad. Yeah, like so it took me a little bit to get used to it, but once I got going, I didn't really have any issues because I died a lot like in the early parts of the game. How does the gun... Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah. How, how does the gunplay compare to Tomb Raider? Because, I mean, similar types of games, third person. Um... I'm trying to remember Tomb Raider's gunplay. Uh, that, Put a that, gun to my head, Dan, and I would say Tomb Raider's was probably better, but I don't okay. remember. Yeah, I don't really remember either. I'd probably agree with Eric on that, though. But Just, just curious. But yeah. what I do like about the combat in this, though, is you can be stealthy in a lot of the areas that you uh, that it's provided, and that made it a lot easier for me because... I'm usually better at, like, sneaking around and just, like, snapping people's necks and leaving them in bushes and, like, working my way through the area that way. And the areas in this game are pretty massive and not very linear. So there's a lot of different ways that you can work your way through areas, which are is really nice for somebody like me um, who wasn't particularly great at the gunplay that I could find my way through the different set pieces and work my way through the story that way. Yeah, I think... Um... I think they almost wanted you to do it stealth, it seems to me, because when all hell breaks, it's actually pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I, it's it's different this time around, too, because um, the areas are a little more open than they have been in past games. And like Will said, it's not as linear, uh, which is cool. Uh, but I've also, at a couple times, I've felt like I didn't know where I was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't take me long to find it, but that was a little bit frustrating for a few minutes nothing crazy but and if it's like longer than like five minutes or whatever like a a hint pops up that tells you like where you need to go or whoever you're with says hey nathan over here yeah so like you don't you don't get stuck for very long you don't but in that time you know if you're getting kind of frustrated it, it can take you out a little bit yeah you know what i mean but it's not it's not any big complaint it's certainly still like a pretty linear experience And it's not as open as, as Tomb Raider was. It doesn't have those, like, hub worlds. Um, but, you know, uh, like Will said, hiding in the bushes, kind of like Assassin's creed like you would in there. Um, it's fun. That's that's the way I've been trying to play it, too. I'm not great at stealth, but uh, it's pretty rewarding when you can wipe out a whole mess of guys without being noticed by anybody. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Yeah. Um, should I talk about the story a little bit? Like, how much should I get into that? Um... I want to hear about the brother. Yeah, you can talk about the brother. I think that's pretty well known that he's in it. But so don't bas- don't talk too far about the brother. I think you know tell- what I'm talking about. Well, yeah. Tell me tell me where to stop. So basically, that 
the game starts off like with you as a child and you're in an orphanage or whatever uh and you kind of like sneak out and see your brother sam and you guys like go around like the rooftops like just exploring around like that he tells you that he has this job and he uh is going to be leaving you and you get a little upset but you guys do like a heist or whatever and then it cuts away from that and it basically cuts to you guys in a panama prison it's you what's funny it's funny because uh the video I'm watching in the live stream synced up perfectly with what you were talking about. <laughs> the, the transition to the Panama prison happened as soon as you said it. Really? is great. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, it, it transitions from that, like, as you as a kid to you as an adult. And you, your brother, and another guy named Rafe, Rafe I think his name is, is in a prison. And you're trying to find um, Henry Avery's treasure. And you guys think it's stashed, like, in, I think, underneath the prison in, like, another, like, set of the of the Panama. So, basically, you're trying to do that, and stuff goes wrong. And, I would stop there. Yeah, stuff goes wrong, and then... And that's that's the game from there. Yeah. It just kind of expands on that whole thing. Yeah. Um, But, man, the story's so good. I really like it. You guys know I'm not really big into story in video games. It's not really my thing. Um, I, I tend to get bored. Um, but I am more bored with the gameplay than I am the story part of this. I mm. almost wish I could just watch it. That's how Corey felt about The Last of Us. Yeah, because yeah, cause it's not like... It's really just a bunch of climbing higher and higher. And, and mixed in with some stealth and gunplay if you need it. Um, like I said, I don't I don't find the gunplay all that good, and the the stealth is fun, but it's just kind. Of, it, I don't want to say it's an annoyance until I can get to the next part of the story, but almost an annoyance, um, because the story is so good, and like I I've played all the games with these characters, and I feel like this is the the most that I've cared about the characters in one of the Uncharted games, and the the relationship with Sam and uh, Nathan is really cool. And I think that the um, antagonists are awesome. They're really good. So, yeah, the an- the antagonists get better and better too. Yeah, I, c- I could see that. That's it. Feels like that's kind of ramping up, and it, it feels like it's going to be really, really good. So you, s- you said you're on chapter nine, right? Chapter nine. Gotcha. Isn't there? Just, uh, uh, well, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, I just entered a cave mm-hmm. under a cross. Okay. Yeah, no, exactly. No, exactly where you are. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, I don't remember what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought. You had a question, though, Dan, right? Yeah, isn't there supposed to be a movie? Did I hear that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think there is supposed to be an Uncharted movie, actually. Let's look. I guess I could get on it while you guys talk about the talk. Yeah, uh, Harrison Ford's going to be Nathan Drake. Yeah, 2017. (laughs) Shut up, Corey. People, I remember I saw, 2017. I was just going to say, people were really uh, hoping for Nathan Fillion, but he's a little old yeah, at this point. I was for that. just going to say that I saw somebody the other day talking how Nathan Fillion would be good for that. Um, but yeah, like I said, the, the story is so good, and I'm just super into the characters. Um, graphically, it's it's fantastic. I, I've seen a lot of people say it's the best-looking game they've ever played. I didn't have that reaction. There I were a couple spots early on walking through the jungle and the leaves and everything that were like fantastic. Um, but other than that, I would say 
for me, the graphics are like really, really good. I don't think it's the best looking game I've ever played, though. What do you th- What uh, do you think is out of curiosity? Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider comes to mind. Um, Rise was really Rise. good. I thought the graphics in that were fantastic. And the Order eighteen eighty six. Wait till you get to Madagascar. Okay. That's because I thought the same thing, and then when I got there, I was just like, oh my god. And then it just gets better and better looking as the game goes on, because, like, it's so, I can't talk about it. That's the hard part. <laughs> and also, yeah. go, going back to the story, I was playing last night, uh, and I got, I think it was chapter 15, it was, and, like, I finished that chapter, and I wanted so badly to keep playing because I was so invested into the story, but it was so late that I had to go to bed. Yeah. And I just wanted to keep playing, and it was, like, all I thought about while trying to fall asleep. Like, that's how I invested into the story and I got into. See, I haven't had that reaction to it. Like, every time I sit down to play it, I really enjoy my time with it. But I don't know if it's just because I'm, like, super busy at work or whatever, and my wife just moved down here, so I've got things distracting me from video games but I, I haven't had that like reaction like i did with like skyrim where that's like all i thought about when i wasn't playing it but i'm also like in a different place than i was at that time so it could be something to do with it mm-hmm. but w- when i do sit down to play it like i don't want to stop yeah i only stop because i have to go to bed um because like like wilson i mean the story is fantastic and the char- the characters are so good mm-hmm. <clears throat> Every, like all the voice actors are really good like oh yeah it's fantastic. It the whole really time is I was an playing game. it, yeah. The whole time I was playing it, I was like, "Man, Quantum Break was shitty." <laughs> like the acting. That's all I could think of. I was like, "This is the acting. This is so much better." Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like I don't know what to play next because I don't. Because <laughs> Uncharted was so good that I don't want it to ruin another game for me. Well, I'm really glad you liked it. Well, I was worried. The reason I asked you if you had played any of the other games was my thought was that if somebody had started with Uncharted 4, they they probably wouldn't care for this game because you don't have any connection to the characters from the previous games. Yeah. But I guess the more 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 I think about it like even so they still do a good job just with this game alone mm-hmm. with, you know, the character building and and things like that. Yeah, because to my knowledge, Sam is like a character that's brought in, like new. Yeah, he's new. Um, and I think the antagonists are new. Yeah, they're new. But like, there's a the a big part of the story is Nathan's relationship with Elena. Yeah. And and Sully. Um, but yeah. Which I think they do a really good job making like Sullivan kind of the lovable dude. Sully's the man. Yeah, like he's the man, and I felt bad for Elena. Um, yeah. <laughs> which you'll get i think Nathan's i don't dick yeah, yeah i don't think you got to the part like when it just gets real bad but uh like i felt really bad for her and then she like became a character i really liked and then i don't know i think it just did a really good job like even having not played the other ones like building like relationships that even i like could be able to like you know feel for them yeah and it makes me want to play the other ones really really bad i was gonna ask if you were gonna play them I might. I know Uncharted 1's really rough around the edges. Yeah, I was going to tell you to skip Uncharted 1. So I might get the... uh, The Uncharted collection, I think, is 30 on Amazon right now. Yeah, I had it for a time, and I just... I played through 2 and um, 3, and I just... I traded it in, but... Yeah, 2 and 3 are worth playing, for sure, but I would would skip. Gotcha. I'm going to, again, throw in my 
wish for abridged versions of video games. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Corey. Because like <laughs> at this point, it's it's hard for me to get through a game that's how how long did it take you, Will? Uh, fourteen fifty. So fifteen yeah, hours. Like fifteen hours. Like like right now, my wife's not working, so she's home. And, like, I don't want to just come home from work and play video games all night and ignore her. So I don't have, you know, a good chunk of time that I can sit down and play anything until yeah. she starts working again. So it's kind of an unfortunate time for Uncharted 4 to come out because I would have loved to have, like, blasted through it this week. But just wasn't in the cards, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, overall, it's hard to talk about a game like this because it is so story driven and centered around that kind of thing but yeah i mean it's it's really good so far I, I really like it a lot yeah i'm in agreement i love this game good i'm glad well i was i was really worried that you weren't gonna like it i was kind of letting on that i was indifferent to it in the chat i was gonna say that i really like it when you asked me how much i was gonna play but uh i didn't want to let you know yeah <laughs> well you did say on the podcast last week that you were loving it so. Yeah, I don't. Did, did you get to that part, Eric? Yeah, I week? don't remember you being so like quite that hot on it. Hmm. Like I don't remember you being like today. Maybe I didn't get there. <laughs> who, who the hell knows where I got? I, I think I did say Shitty I really podcast. Liked it. <laughs> well, no, I just I don't pay attention to anything ever. So yeah, that's the story of my life. Yeah, Especially exactly. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> Especially when I'm going at it. Um, but yeah, that that's cool. Uh. I'm, why do you like it more than The Last of Us? Um, Just the of, setting more your style? or Part of it was I haven't played The Last of Us in a really long time, so it's pretty foggy in my head. Uh, and I was blown away with this game in a lot of places, mm. so it's fresher. Maybe if I played The Last of Us Remaster, I'd think differently. But I don't know. I just really like Nathan Drake as a character. I really liked his interactions with the other characters. There's more characters in this game yeah. than there is uh, The Last of Us. And I'm really, like, character-driven. Even though uh, Joel and Ellie's relationship was, like, a special thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the more characters help it along. And the different, like, environments, it's not as, like... I don't want to say The Last of Us had the same environments, but, like, it was a lot of the same color schemes and whatnot, even though there was some variance. But, like, in this one, like, you go to Ireland and it's snowing and like you're in the islands in madagascar and it's like tropical and beautiful and like you're in crypts and tombs it was just so like varied mm-hmm. um i think i just liked... related more with joel myself mm-hmm. like, i like him more than i like nathan this is more ca- my kind of guy i guess yeah um and i like the relationship with him and ellie i thought that yeah. was awesome but... yeah what kind but, yeah, of coffee I mean... does nathan drink did we determine that i oh, could see no <laughs> I think Nate probably changes it up sometimes. Like, he'll drink it black, but he prefers it with, like, some a little cream and sugar, probably. I'm thinking uh, he's the type of guy, uh, no cream, but lots of sugar. Okay. I'll yeah. settle for that. <laughs> that sounds right. Yep. Sweeter, su- what was the, from American Gods, uh, sweeter, sweet, as sweet, and as dark as sin. Yeah. I could see him <laughs> being that kind of guy. Yeah. There you go. Well, Tito in the chat said he thinks that Will probably likes it because it's more of a fun game where Last of Us is depressing. I do love me a depressing game, though. Yeah. Which is what I said in the chat. I guess my thing is with Uncharted, like, 
the loop for me it's not as satisfying like climbing rocks and like swinging rope swinging from ropes to ledges and things like that i mean it's okay and it I, looks really cool but i don't know i thought of something i am the biggest proponent of assassin's creed on this podcast so fair enough there, a little it, bit assassin's creedy which i think the climbing is better than assassin's creed oh my god which is we could probably toss something <laughs> together that had better climbing which is hilarious because assassin's creed's like meant to climb we all know what game had the best climbing mechanics Shadow of Mordor? Mount your friends. Oh. Well, I have, I've yet to play that one. <laughs> if you ever do, you never did get around to that at your bachelor party, Eric. No. Mount your friends is great. Play. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Did you guys have any questions about anything? or? I don't. Like, for me, uh, I really want to play it because I'm kind of in the mood for a cinematic game, which yeah. is, is always the kind of game I have a hard time like you said, Eric, uh, a lot of times when I play those kind of games, I just find myself being frustrated by the gameplay because I yeah. want to see the cinematic so much. Like I want to, exactly. I want to just watch the movie. I'm, I'm yeah. into that part of it, and the gameplay just gets in the way. Uh, and as someone who didn't care for, uh, which ones did I play? One and two, or two and three? I think you played two and one three. and two. Uh, did you play two and three? I might think might have been. Uh, as someone who couldn't really get into those, would would this one uh, change? my opinion of it or no i don't think so probably not no yeah it's the same formula okay although i have heard people say that like the leap from one to two was so great the leap from two to three really wasn't but the leap from three to four was again i personally i don't know i don't think anything's crazy aside from maybe graphically um and the story i mean i do like the story in this more like i said this so far this has been my favorite story of of the four games, but for you personally, Corey, I I don't know if if this game would be for you. Yeah, especially at the uh, what's the the how long to beat? Like it's a long 15. time, isn't it? Fifteen hours. Yeah, that's a little bit longer than the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard complaints that maybe uh, they dragged it out in parts, and they probably didn't need to. Okay, a little bit later on. Yeah, because a lot of it is like you go to a place. Oh, the treasure is going to be here. No, it's not. You got to go to another location. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. a lot of that. So, like, if you get annoyed with that, you're going to get annoyed with that part. I don't love that myself. Just because you know it's coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because every place we went to, I'm like, it's not going to be here. Yeah, but they think it <laughs> is. So Especially you nowadays, when you know going into it how long the game is. Like, yeah, you know, nine hours in, it's like. Oh well, I know the treasure's not here. <laughs> I've got <laughs> where we're going next. I've got another six hours to fill, so yeah. Oh man, exactly. yeah, that would frustrate me quite a bit in a, in a game like this. <clears throat> yeah, that, I could definitely see that frustrating people. And to be honest, I was frustrated with the game, Eric. You remember when you were like in the the auction part of the game in the beginning? Yeah. You know, like the first time you have to like actually shoot some people and climb a lot of stuff. Uh huh. I was kind of frustrated at that part, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get through this. But once yeah. I got through it and, like, picked up the controls a little bit better, I was like, okay, this is a lot, e- lot better yeah, the now. the gunplay has never been great in those games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I don't feel like it's, like, super responsive. It's just kind of hard to, to hit guys. Because I turned the aim assist off. I'm thinking about turning it back on. Just turn it, turn it on because I had it off the whole time and I had a hard time. <laughs> yeah, I might turn it back on just because I don't really care about the combat. Yeah. I just want to see what happens in the story, basically. It's hard enough to aim oh. with a controller. Yeah. At least, at least for me. 
one of the parts that I really liked, Will, was towards the beginning where you're underwater with Nate mm-hmm. getting the, the cargo. Yep. That was that looked fucking amazing. Yeah. They I was reading I think it might have been Destructoids article and they're talking about how like the first like third of the game is just like Nate doing his boring life stuff. Yeah. It it's it just, is. It's just like normal like showering, like just digging up but, some cargo. Which is awesome. That's, that's important to the Uncharted series because it's like his transformation within his relationship with Elena. Mm-hmm. And what he is now as opposed to, you know, what he was in the previous games. Yeah. And then where, where it all goes from there. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've enjoyed that part. I didn't, I wasn't bored by any of that. No, I, I actually loved that part too. And I was like, I've never even played these games. I won't say what it is because I think some people would probably care, but did you enjoy the part with him and Elena on the, sitting on the couch? Oh, I spoiled that. Uh, last oh, you week. did already? Yeah, okay. by accident. <laughs> I was so blown away by it. I was like, guys, this is in the game. Yeah, is it pretty cool. What's the feel of it? Is it like the actual game? Like you're playing in uh, a ROM or something? Does it, I never it played like? the actual game, but it's it definitely looks like an old video game. PlayStation like it, game? Yeah. yeah, it feels... Exa- it, feel, uh, it plays pretty much like how it, I remember it, at least. Yeah. So maybe they're literally just running like a ROM within Uncharted. I well, that was that. that was their game, wasn't it? Yep, I think yeah. so. Yeah, Naughty Dog. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's definitely been some really cool stuff in it, but uh, I'm I'm really liking it a lot. Yeah, Eric, when you get through it, I want to talk more about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll do a spoiler in specific spots because I really want to talk about it. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. I'm so nervous that it's going to get spoiled for me before I finish. I'm going to be, I'm going to be devastated if that happens. Avoid Reddit. I never go on Reddit anyway. Perfect. Bunch of scrubs on Reddit. Will, as soon as we're done recording, uh, text me the end of the game just so I know. You, okay. You're not going. You just want to know? Yeah, I don't. I don't really care. God, that's as soon as we're done recording, or right after the segment. Uh, when we're done. Recording. I don't want to see any reactions. Yeah, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't no, want to see Corey shitty and grin. No video reactions of uh, the All ending right. of Uncharted. Uh, what's the litmus on like more Uncharted? I know they're saying it's the last game. Do people want more Uncharted? Do they want to see the studio go in a different direction? Like, what's what's next? From what I've seen, people want a new direction. Okay. I think. I mean, honestly, how many of these games does one need? Yeah. You know, they're not super different. No. It's all about the story with these games, and it sounds like everything that I've heard, the ending is everybody's happy with it, and it's good with moving on. So um, that's that's been what I've gotten from people. Cool. So uh, Naughty Dog is going to work on National Treasure, the game, next? <laughs> Uh, I just hope I don't know the length of the game going into it, so I never know where the treasure is going to be. I'm going to start avoiding the length of game, so I'm a little more surprised because, like, it's I could like, tell people give such a shit about stuff like that now that that is a talking point beforehand, and I think it's all because of the Order 1886. Probably ever since that game came out, it's like because it was only six hours long and everybody threw a fit about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, how well how long is it? Who the fuck cares? If you yeah. like it, then great. Exactly. Like the length of game really doesn't matter to me as much I, as long as I like it. 
Exactly, I could yeah. give a shit. As long as it's well made and well put together. Did you play any multiplayer? I forgot that was even in the game. It's pretty cool. I hear it's awesome. Maybe I should yeah. try it. Yeah, we should play sometime. Uh, I, I mean, I played it in the beta, and I really enjoyed it. It was fun. I enjoyed okay. it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I'll give it a go then. Try and have. I didn't even think about doing it for the podcast. So. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. I think that's all I've got to say, boys. Anything I got else a lot, but I can't spoil it. <laughs> it's all spoilers, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is all spoilers in that game. Man. Yeah. So when when Eric finishes it, we'll have uh, after the after the outro, uh, Will and Eric spoiler spoiler fest for the Uncharted Four. My my goal is to beat it within two weeks. Play like you know hour two hour chunks here and there uh-huh. over the next two weeks and be done. Yeah, I should say I beat it in like I beat it in four sittings for like three to four hours each. That's good. Yeah. I've heard yeah. that's the way you should play it. I've heard yeah. that just like chugging through it isn't the way to take this game in. Nah, because you, I could see you getting really frustrated with the long combat scenarios and climbing yeah. like seven hours into the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nibble bits. Nibbly bits. Nibble bits. Corey, get start with you. What do you Salt got? Salt Sanctuary is now available on PC. Wasn't this supposed to come out around the time of Dark Souls 3? Yeah, it was supposed to come out the week of, I think, like two days later, maybe? And we just heard nothing about it. Yeah. Until yesterday, I think, was the day it came out. Okay. Uh, If you're not familiar, it's the 2D take on Dark Souls. Eric has talked about it a little bit on the podcast before. And it is currently sitting at $16.19 on Steam. Probably a buy, right? Right, Eric? Yeah, worth every penny from what I played. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'll probably that'll be my my game this weekend. I think. Oh, nice. I'm. Uh, I'm really. I think you'll love it. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you think. I'm in the. I'm in the need for it. So, that'll be nice. Uh, Nintendo plans to make movies. This was all discussed in an interview with Asahi News, which is a big Japanese newspaper. Uh, I kind of just pulled out the the bullet points because there's a lot of uh, a lot of questions in the interview and uh, I just pu- pulled out what I thought was the most important stuff so they said uh, that it's not limited to movies they just said like videos in general um, existing in, in various forms so it could be uh, uh, TV series YouTube shorts kind of thing we don't really know it doesn't have to be through Hollywood um, they prefer Nintendo prefers a global partner and in the, I think it was Kotaku I was reading about this, um, they already have a relationship with Universal Studios Japan, and Universal Studios is obviously Universal, NBC, Universal, uh, which is also owned by Comcast, so maybe that whatever movie they put out will be through through NBC Universal. I don't know. Uh, they said it probably will not be live action. The interviewer kept asking about the stupid Mario movie that came out. <laughs> In was that the early '90s or whatever? I don't know, yeah. but I need to watch that again. Oh man, Tor- is it, it torturous? No, I actually enjoy it. I think it's great. Okay, great but, in a bad uh, way though, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, it's, it's it's very funny when it's not meant to be funny, but I still think it's good. I think it's okay. a really interesting take on the Mario on the Mario universe for a live action movie. <laughs> 
that's neither here nor there. And they also said uh, that it will all include a lot of well-known Nintendo IP. They're not going to use the the secondary Nintendo IP. They're they're they want stuff that everybody is familiar with, not just video gamers. Well, that's what's going to sell, probably. Well, it kind of made me question, and I put this in the in the tweet. Like, does that mean the Zelda Netflix series is actually a thing? That was rumored before. Like that, everything that I pulled out of that interview would make sense for a Zelda Netflix series. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That would get me to re-up my subscription to Netflix. Yeah? Yeah, I think it would. Just give you my my info. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Blizzard released a statement in response to racism on Twitch. So DreamHack was this past weekend which I didn't know anything about, but I listened to the Angry Chicken podcast, and uh, they're, it's a Hearthstone podcast, and they went to DreamHack, and uh, one, at least one of the guys actually participated in the tournament, the Hearthstone tournament at DreamHack. Uh, so the second-place guy, his name was Terrence Miller. His, uh, his online nickname is Terrence M., and he's a black dude. Uh, and, of course, he came in second place, but uh, those last few matches... The Twitch chat was just riddled with racist slurs and Come inappropriate. On. Yeah, Poor and guy. well, that's the thing. And uh, he had like an interview as part of the the tournament that was online, and like his family was texting him and saying like, "Hey, great job at your interview!" Blah 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 blah. And he's like, "I just hoped that they never looked at the the chat stream. I hoped it was full screen so they couldn't see the awful stuff that people were saying to me in the chat stream." Um. So it was this big deal, and Blizzard actually came out and released a statement. Uh, I pulled out the most important part. They said, we're investigating a pilot program that Twitch has in the works to streamline moderation and combat ban evasion. We're also updating our esports tournament partner policies with a stronger system of checks, balances, and repercussions to provide a better chat experience around our content. Uh, So at least they acknowledged it. Twitch also acknowledged it, saying that it is an issue, and they are working on this uh, pilot program to try and make things better are you guys still there yeah Yeah. Yeah. i i have a question about that why don't they have like mods just like immediately ban somebody for using a lot of times there's just too much yeah if you've ever seen like a huge uh online whatever competitive video gaming tournament you can't even follow the chat because people are just spamming copy pasting spamming you know memes and it's just terrible being immature right it's almost like being racist uh, they should just turn off the chat for stuff like that. Like you're, no one's getting anything from that. That's a yeah. good point. Because Why there, is it there's even on? like fifty thousand. Like if you ever watch like the Nintendo directs and stuff, like you can't read anything anyone says. It's going by yeah. so fast. Well, so what just I would turn like the chat is, off. And maybe this exists already. I'm not sure because we're not Twitch partners, so we don't know what all the tools are. Uh, but what I would like is uh, an option to set the maximum number of people in the chat room. You know, I would be okay with just like twenty people in the chat, yeah, having a more intimate conversation, and you know, you can pick out the people who are being assholes and boot them and let someone else in. Yeah, some of, some of the bigger streamers I follow on Twitch have uh, subscriber only chat. If yeah. you if you just watch the channel, you can't you can't chat, but if you subscribe to the channel, you can chat. So that's that's a good idea too. Yeah, another option. Well, then you find those those streams that are. Uh, have like apparently have like ten thousand people viewing and there's like four people talking. Yeah, that's it's, all, they have bots. it's all bots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to get us some bots. Don't worry, guys. There you go. Yeah, get on that, Corey. (laughs) Why don't we have bots? (laughs) I'm going to talk a little bit more about DreamHack and what we played, because I'm going to talk some more Hearthstone. Okay. And also, my last one, Steam, the summer sale dates have leaked yet again. Uh, June 23rd to July 4th is the rumored week, and that coincides with last year's I think it was just about that. I'm pretty sure it ended on July 4th. And this was uh, according to Mr. Freeman Barbecue on Reddit, who uncovered a Russian language screenshot from Valve, apparently. Uh, the same guy that leaked the dates last year. So at least he has a, a reputation for success. Corey, uh, can you change the Uncharted video? We've had some people not want to see any more of it. Oh, really? It's only fifty. It's only fifty-three minutes into the game. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Also, our video is frozen on Skype. Oh, I know why that is. That's why. Corey, come on. Thank oh, you. Wait, I messed it up. Hang on, hang on. Everybody, ch- everybody, chill. Does, everybody, chill out. Does anyone you want me to do some nibble bits while you're doing that? Do, I got a question. Does anyone have anything they have their eye on for the Steam sale? No. Something you're going to get? Nothing off the top of my head. When I see things, I'll just buy all of it. But <laughs> Probably Doom, but I'll probably have it by then. Yeah, I want to get the Witcher expansion pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's, I've been trying to get a deal on that, but nothing yet. Hmm. Corey? Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Say again, Dan? Any Anything you have your eye on, maybe, for the Steam summer sale? Um, I mean, if I own Fallout 4, maybe the Far Harbor DLC. I gotta buy that tonight. Maybe uh, Hearts of Iron. If there's a deal for that, I'm kind of excited. Excuse me for that. It'll, I mean, it'll have a, it'll probably have its typical 10% off for, do they do 20% off when it, the first week of, after launch? Yeah. <laughs> probably the new home front when it's 20 bucks on the Steam sale already. <laughs> It's getting some pretty bad reviews. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. Is that a 50 something Metacritic? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is that all your nibble bits, Corey? Yes. All right. Eric, what do you got? Dan, I got three nibble bits for you today. A couple of my faves Arkham Asylum and Arkham City have been confirmed uh, to get remastered versions for PS4 and Xbox One, and they are arriving July 26th. Mm-hmm which is awesome. It's called the Batman Return to Arkham Bundle, and it's only going to be 50 bucks, so it's not even a full price uh, 60 for those two games, and they are fantastic games. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that if you have not not yet played them. Um, Blizzard is going to be giving away some stuff if you go see the Warcraft movie. So you're going to get a free copy of World of Warcraft in 30 days to play it, and that includes all of the expansions up to Warlords of Draenor, which is the the most recent one, if I am not mistaken. I'm in. I'm, I want to go see the movie, and because of that promotion, I'm going to play World of the Warcraft. Pu- Push me over the edge too, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> I you saw guys that and play I, was like, WoW? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm doing I, that for sure. Yeah, I'll play 30 Days of WoW for sure. Yep. Am I playing WoW now? Yeah, absolutely. When, when's the movie out? Uh, 30 Days. I've done the 30-day trial, like, three times, so. Do you guys know when the movie's out? It's soon. I think it's a month, yeah. in a month, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
It is this summer for sure. Yeah, it's not very it's not very far away. I want to say about June tenth. June tenth. Not even a month. Nice. And my last nibble bit, um, IGN has rescued game trailers. Uh, so I guess what they did was they bought their entire backlog, and uh, it has been revived on their YouTube channel. So for fans of game trailers, which uh, I haven't watched a lot of their content, but I guess it's uh, some pretty good stuff, and they had a pretty good following. Uh, it's now back available, so that's awesome. Nice. Okay. That's it for me, Dan. All right. Uh, I will go next. Pokemon Go has started accepting applications for its U.S. field test. Uh, you can find the link on our Twitter feed, which is at twitter.com slash tsathletes or at tsathletes. Android 4.3 or above, or the iPhone 5 with iOS 8 or above are required, along with a Google account of some sort. I think it can be a Gmail or Google Plus account. Uh, are are both one of those is required for for Pokemon Go field test? Why? I don't know. Huh. Don't know. But Pokemon. yeah, uh, I signed up for it, and it asked for my Gmail or google plus so okay yeah i just i didn't even realize i i i my personal email address is is gmail so right i just kind of did it but True. i'm excited for that yeah me too yeah i gotta sign up i want to try it yep link on our twitter feed uh and then my other little bit a must own humble bundle just launched called the humber humble deep silver bundle so you pay anything for Sacred 3 Gold, Risen, Risen 2, Saints Row 2, and Dead Island Game of the Year. You pay more than average, which when I took this note, these notes down a little earlier this afternoon, was the average was 375 For Dead Island Riptide Complete, Killer's Dead Nightmare Edition, uh, Saints, and Saints Row the Third Complete, or you could pay $13 uh, to get all those games plus Saints Row 4 and Risen 3 Titan Lords. Uh, I can imagine they'll add, they always add, a week into these bundles, they add more games to it. I can imagine those will probably be the Metro games. So it's a pretty good bundle there if yeah. you don't own those games on PC. What's Killer is Dead? Has, have anybody? Has I anybody? own Killers of Dead, actually. Killer is Dead, actually. It's a it's kind of a stylized uh, action anime game. Okay. Um, really, really, really nice uh, art style, which is why I bought it. Cool, but yeah, I do own that. I actually own a lot of these games now that I think about it. Is yeah. Risen pretty good? No, Risen is a bad <laughs> RPG that's good because it's oh. bad. I played Sacred is good though. Yeah, I've heard Sacred's good. Uh, I played Risen two for four in February a couple of years ago, uh, and it was okay. It was it was good in a bad way or bad bad in a good way. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. So, that's my nibble bits. Will, what do you got? I got one, Dan, and it's breaking. Breaking Unravel news? Unravel 2 has been confirmed by oh, EA. Yeah. What? Unravel 2? Yeah. Why? Uh, no idea. Because oh, Yarny, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess. It was okay. I've, I have to go back and play it. I only played, like, half an hour. Wasn't that supposed to come out for uh, PC? I think it is out. For it is PC. out for PC. Oh, it's through uh, Origin. It's not on Steam though, right? No, Origin. 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 
like all Am your I games. the only one that played Unravel? For more than yep. half an hour, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was all right. It looks really cool, but jeez, I certainly didn't think that we'd be seeing Unravel 2. Already, too. I think they could probably put their resources into something a little more creative now that we've already seen Unravel, which was creative at the time, but... Who know. knows what the guy's going to do? Whatever. Two yarnies. All right. <laughs> How was your week, Will? Uh, it was good, Dan. I finished school for the semester. Nice. So I'm really happy about that. That was a Congrats. Yeah, it was a long semester and I think I don't remember what I talked about it, but like I took the least credits that I could be full time, but it was just like the hardest semester cuz there wasn't enough work for me to do. So when I had to do work, I just didn't want to do it. Uh, and my laziness made me do all of my schoolwork at the last second, so I was stressed out doing that. So it was all that fun stuff, but in an unrelated news, I'm growing a mustache. Hey, all right. Um, what prompted that? Well, at work, uh, me and, like, all of the fellow produce employees decided that, uh, well, one decided he wanted to grow a mullet and a mustache, and he's been trying to get people to grow a mustache with him. Ooh. And, uh... He's one of the kids who worked in subs who came over. Okay. Um, I'll tell you when yeah. later. So he he <laughs> he decided to grow a mustache and a mullet. He's not doing the mullet anymore. But I had facial hair built up because I'm way too lazy to shave more than once a week. So I just shaved off all of my beard and just left my mustache and looked at it. And I was like, this looks horrible, but I'll stick with it. Um so yeah, we ended up convincing a bunch of other people to do it. So the produce department is going to be having mustache show of solidarity. Nice, it is. But the problem is, is when you're out of context from work. Um, like when I'm in public, I just feel like people are staring at me, especially mothers when they have kids around. They are. Definitely. Um, yeah, I just feel like everybody's looking at me, and the only time you can tell I have a mustache is when the the light hits it the right way. <laughs> And it just gleams in that <laughs> sweet sunlight. It just bathes in it. It's kind of a light uh, mustache. So, yeah, like, that's the big things going on in my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> big happenings. <laughs> nice. Anything else, Will? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Eric, what do you got? Uh, well, let's see. Um, uh, in gaming-related news... I got really good news about my internet. So when I moved down here to Charlottesville, I did research about the internet to see what was available. And uh, Ting, the mobile company, is getting into fiber internet. And it's only available, I think it's in three or four cities uh, in the U.S. Um, But unfortunately, my apartment complex did not carry it. Well, I got an email two days ago saying that they're getting the Ting fiber internet here, which is fucking awesome. Um, so I can't wait for that. It's supposed to be installed. Actually, it was supposed to be installed today. They didn't come today, so hopefully tomorrow. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, my wife has officially moved down here, which has been awesome. Yay. Um, she uh, accepted a job offer two days ago at uh, Virginia Commonwealth Health Systems. Did she have the, the interview before they offered her the job this time? Uh, it's actually for, for the same floor. <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of a funny story. She had three interviews set up uh, for different floors, and she received a phone call offering her the position for one of them before she even interviewed. 
<laughs> and she was like, um, I didn't even have an interview yet. And they said, oh, all right, well, you'll be hearing back from us after your interview. <laughs> nice. And that's, that's, that's actually the one that she ended up taking is the one on that floor. So uh, she starts that June 20th. So that's exciting. Um, let's see what else. I don't, I don't think there's too much else. Did some day drinking for the first time in a while, which was really fun. Uh, we went to the farmer's market Saturday, and then I was like, hey, why don't we just go get a couple of drinks up? There's this place called the Whiskey Jar that I've been wanting to go for, to for a little while. So I went out there, and I got my favorite morning drink, which is a Bloody Mary. And it was the best Bloody Mary I've ever had. And then I got an Old Fashioned, which I had never had before. Yeah. And my <laughs> God, was that delicious. Yep. Oh, loved it. But needless to say, me being the lightweight that I am, I was feeling pretty good by noon that morning. Uh, yeah, so we came home, and she made mint juleps for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> and I think we, we took a nap from like 4 to 7, got up, and, you know, it was just a really fun day. Yeah. I was jealous when you were t- you were texting us that morning, and you're like, "I'm having a bloody mary." I'm like, "God, man!" <laughs> oh, there's Had nothing to... better. No, and I like I like my whole day was already planned out for me, and, yeah. and all of those plans could not have involved me drinking. So yeah, I was just like, oh. but the next day, uh, Sunday, I got up and made myself a beer mosa. Oh, nice! So nice. kind of tried to make up for it. And the weather down here has been shitty the last two weeks. It's been raining damn near every day. Um, but that day, it was, like, sunny out. So, like, we're sitting outside. And it's, like, 11, sunny, 60 degrees. It was just beautiful. Got a little buzz going. Oh, more than a little buzz, buddy. <laughs> That's what life's about right there. It is. It was great. Yeah. We had a great day. That's nice. Um, I did want to talk about a little TV I've been watching. If you have Amazon Prime streaming, uh, Catastrophe. I fucking love that show. We've already watched through the two seasons. Granted, there are only um, 12 episodes total, in the two, uh, six in each season. Uh, the episodes are only 24 minutes long, so it's easy to get through real quick. Uh, it's a comedy. I thought it was fucking hilarious, uh, but I highly recommend people watch it. Corey, I think you'd really like it. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. And... I think that's pretty much it. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but it's not going to come to me. So we can move on. Okay. Corey? Uh, just a couple quick things, a couple movies I watched this past week. One being this arty film called Victoria. And the big uh, deal with Victoria is that the whole movie was shot in one take. They started rolling the cameras and shot the whole hour and 45 minutes. It might have, it might have even been over two hours. I can't remember now. Uh, all in one take. Cameras just followed the actors around as they did the entire movie. And uh, it's... I, I, don't, I think it was in Germany. I think they were speaking German. And the woman, she was French or something like that, but she was speaking English. She works at like this cafe. It started at a rave. She was at this rave, and these guys were trying to like hit on her a little bit. And then she left, and they left too. And then she like starts talking to them, and then they get into a whole bunch of crazy, crazy shit. Uh, but like I said, it's all one take. And right in the middle of the movie, the lead actress does like she performs something. 
I don't want to spoil it because I think the movie is worth watching for the, this one part that is incredible. And it's like, if she screwed that up and they had to start from the beginning of the film to start shooting it again, can you imagine? But she plays it perfectly. I don't know how many, like, I don't know if they did the, the film in more than one take, you know, did, did one and, you know, did another and then just took the best of the two or three or however many they did. But uh, it's something else. It's really, really interesting to see how that plays out because i know like movies like birdman they never cut the camera but they cheat and it's like computer you know the the cuts uh you don't see but they are they did happen and the computer makes up for it uh so you know movies have done that in the past but this is the as far as i know i'm sure there are others but uh one of the few that is just one continuous take for the whole entire movie that's pretty neat it's insane then we watched uh, Hush on Netflix, which is a horror flick. And <laughs> what I liked about Hush, there's a lot of really bad horror movies on Netflix. Uh, but what I liked about this one is that the protagonist is death. Death? Death. Yeah, she's death. So uh, there's this slasher trying to kill her, and she's death. And you're trying to put yourself in her place like... How much of a disadvantage are you at when somebody's trying to kill you and you can't hear anything? Yeah. Huge disadvantage. Yeah. And it makes it so much more stressful. Uh, so that's another good one. That's also, both of those movies are on Netflix. I think. What was that one? Hush. And I, I really like them both. So if you, if you get a chance, uh, check them out. The only other thing I want to talk about is uh, Girlfriend and I went to Pizzeria Uno, which we had a gift card huh yeah we had a gift card i haven't been since actually the first time i came up to visit her we went because she like loved that restaurant for whatever reason this was six years ago or whatever uh but before that i hadn't been since i was real young like elementary school or something uh but i didn't want to go it's it's a pizzeria uno you know like But I got online and was like, oh, you know, trying to search around. What's the best thing you can get at Pizzeria Uno? And I read all about the history and everything and how they they actually did, and they're credited with inventing the deep dish pizza back in 1943. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I says to myself, I says, self, why not just get a deep dish pizza? Well, sure. Which I knew I didn't like. I have never enjoyed a deep dish pizza. But I was like, they invented it. It's got to be awesome. Well, Corey, can I just correct you for a second? Yeah. You don't prefer... I do not prefer, right. Because it's still pizza, so you like it. <laughs> yes, I would okay. eat it. I just wanted to make sure we were clear. Yes, good good clarification. Uh, and I got it, and it was just meh. <laughs> I don't understand, like, I guess I haven't had, like, real good Chicago deep dish pizza. And there's internet forums dedicated to that specific thing. You can actually mail order uh, deep dish pizza. I think it's in Chicago from this famous chef and get it delivered to your door on dry ice kind of thing. Uh, so there is, like, it's this whole cuisine. But I figured, you know, the place that invented it should have some pretty good deep dish pizza, right? Sure. It's a deep dish. You know, they do it in, like, a cast iron pan and everything. But 90% of it is dough. And mm. it's just, like, a regular amount of <laughs> cheese, sauce, and toppings on the top. It's like this. It's it's not supposed to be like that. It's only, the crust is supposed to be pretty thin on an actual yeah, deep yeah. dish pizza. On a it's supposed good, to be more hearty. Okay, yeah. on a good deep dish pizza. That's what I was and hoping for. It's supposed for. to have a, like a ton of toppings. 
that's not what I got. Yeah. I actually ate there recently too, Corey. Really? What well, are the chances? Carry out. Uh, I, the you know the wife is pregnant, obviously, and has food cravings. So you know, I was running through places that you know we could get food from because she was have she's had very harsh food aversions. So uh-huh. like a lot of nights, only one thing will sound good to her, and she can only eat like one thing. So what you know, I mentioned I was going down like the Vestal Parkway and listing off the restaurants, and uh, Pizzeria Uno was was the one. So. That yeah. must be the reason they're still in business because women get pregnant. <laughs> Maybe it's got to be it. Uh, my pizza was was decent, Corey. It wasn't all crust. It was. Uh, it wasn't. No, it was. Um, it, I mean, it wasn't great. I've had homemade deep dish pizza that's far far better. Superior, um, but uh, it was okay. That I mean, I loved I love thin crispy crust pizza. Me too. That's what I look for. Um. Corey, I got a place where if you ever come to visit, I got, I got a place we're going. You got a you got a spot. Oh yeah. All right. Lampo. I like that. Yeah. We'll go to the spot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'll give him a little bit of credit though because uh, my girlfriend didn't care for her entree either. Um, but our dessert was awesome. It was a deep dish, just like the the cast iron that they make the pizza <laughs> in. Uh, dessert was a chocolate chip cookie. That was all gooey and melted with ice cream on top in that same deep dish pan. Ooh, that was nice. Stop. That Sounds all right. Yeah, that made up for it. But we had, I mean, we had a gift card anyway. I think we spent, with drinks and everything, 50 bucks, you know, with tip included and everything. So hmm? it was, you know, it was okay. But uh, I don't know, man. I got to try good deep dish before I, I start saying I don't like deep dish. Yeah. Like I said, I I ha- we have a friend that makes a a very fine deep dish pizza. You know, maybe that's what I'll do. My my girlfriend's uh, dad and stepmom gave me a bunch of cast iron pans, good cast iron pans for my birthday. Uh, and I oh, have nice! Not, I have not used them yet, so maybe... Corey, that's how you need to make steak from now on. Cast iron. Oh man, it's yeah. so good. That's how I always make it. I'm not a big steak guy. Just I gotta not. take off, Dan. <laughs> How do people not like steak? I don't get it. I it, don't get that. It's not that I don't like it. I've just I prefer like a good, well cooked seasoned chicken to a good steak. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I just How like dare you? Maybe uh-huh. it's because I eat a lot of chicken, and steak is that the strange, you know? <laughs> strange mush. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> definitely. You know. I don't need that oh, a little strange mush. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, and just quickly, as part of that date night after Uno, we went to Barnes and Noble to be artistic. Yeah. Pretend, pretend like we like to read and stuff. Uh, I know that all too well. Yeah. You go in there and you're like, I love all these books. And you go in like the, the yep. fiction section. You're like, I want to read all of these. <laughs> but I know deep down, I'm not going to read any of them. Oh, yeah. Glad to hear I'm not the only one. <laughs> but it's still fun to like, browse um everything smells like books but the one of the reasons i wanted to go was because uh we've been doing the adult coloring books and i sort of had the revelation that the adult coloring books are too hard for me they just are it's just too i didn't know this was a thing oh yeah it's huge the uh the printed book sales are up in the last couple years and a lot of that is because of adult coloring books oh 
Corey gave me one for Christmas. I gave yeah, I gave Dan one. The, the Game of Thrones coloring book. Wow. I think Christy would enjoy that very yeah. much. Yeah, it's it's great. It's just I, I'm not good at staying in the lines and I'm impatient. You're just not a good color. Right. So the adult, adult ones are too hard for me. So I went to the children's section of Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Did you have that same mustache was, you got right now? <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I tried really hard not to make eye contact with any of the kids back there. Because uh, you know how it is nowadays. You can't look what, at children or talk to them without being what, some sort of creepy pedophile. What you have to do is you have to ooze hatred for for the kids around you. Just ooze it. And, like, I don't even need to pretend because I actually do ooze hatred for the kids around <laughs> me. So <laughs> that you're safe that way. Uh, fair enough. This is uh, the only podcast where you get tips on how to approach the children's section at Barnes & Noble when you are by yourself. There yep. you go. Yeah. And I was looking for coloring books. There are no good kids' coloring books. Um, but I actually found uh, they have – there's a whole series of books called Who Was – and then it's famous historical person. And there was one, I didn't end up getting it, but I kind of wish I did now, but there was one, uh, who was J.R.R. Tolkien? And it was just a thin little paperback for like $5, but all the pictures were in black and white. And I was like, that would be perfect to color. You know? Uh, I didn't end up doing it, but there's got to be a good balance. Like, there's got to be good children's coloring books that have, like, interesting things to color. Or think. or adult coloring well, books that don't have super fine details. They're probably out there. My thought has always been that like children's toys are made like such shit. I can't imagine coloring books are any better. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like kids don't care if it's quality. Right. Well, they'll color it's one. Just going to be ripped up and they call on. they color one picture in it and then lose interest. Yeah, there was a pretty good uh, pixel graphics coloring book. It's just a bunch of squares, and you color in the squares, which I thought would be kind of cool, you yeah. know, to, relation to video video games. But I don't know. I was not impressed. Have you tried Amazon, Corey? Uh, no, I haven't looked on Amazon for good children's coloring books. But how about farm animals? Will you're too quiet. I'm not into farm animals. I want like uh, like a fantasy setting, or you know, like space or something like that. Um, how about Frozen? There's a ton of frozen, a lot of water, watercolors that come with the paints and the brush and everything. I saw a lot of those. Um, does Thomas and Friends interest you? Nope. All right. Nope. Uh, the Power of Princesses? They should make adult coloring books for bad colorers, I guess is what I'm looking for. I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> Mediocre coloring books. Yeah. Well, I even bought my girlfriend, because she likes to do it too, the, the Sharpie markers, the really fine tip yeah. ones, so you can get sure. in those little small spots, but I just don't have the patience for that. So basically what you're saying is your coloring ability isn't good enough for adulthood, but it's too good for childhood stuff. Yeah. Is there a Well, t- he wants the adult-themed books. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. And at, at a children's coloring level. Exactly. Yep. Jake, uh, Idaho day, Jake. Corey, your dreams will come true. <laughs> uh, I need a teen coloring book. You should. Idaho, <laughs> Idaho Jake says Skyrim coloring book or Mass Effect one. That would be awesome. Yeah, Corey, you should cool. uh, you should make go one? into business. I was gonna say this. I feel like this is untapped market. Another it really is. It's another thumbstick athlete's million dollar idea. Look, <laughs> that none of us are gonna act up. No. You go on Google. You do image search for whatever you're looking for. 
and you get the ones that are uh, licensed for reuse, commercial use, and then you just strip them down to black and white, put them in a book, and there you go. Yeah. So the first thing that comes up when I put Mass Effect coloring book is a T-shirt of a trumpet on it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Okay. And then a ladybug hat. Yeah. All right. Nice. Mass Effect. <laughs> you didn't get to that part? You didn't get that DLC, Will? No, I didn't pay for that one. You know, Will, you saying trumpet brought something else up that I discovered this past week. Did any of you watch the video that I put in our chat with that two-man group with the saxophone and the drums? Oh, no, no, I, I forgot. forgot. I meant I meant to watch it. Did you watch it, yet. Dan? No, I forgot. Oh, my God. You guys need to watch it. What was the, the, love it. What was the group called? They're called Too Many Zoos. Okay. T-O-O, Many Zoos. There's actually a trumpeteer as well in that group, and they what they call it is they call it house brass, so it's like dance music with a saxophone, trumpet, and a drummer. I watched the fucking videos for hours that night on YouTube. I cannot get enough of it. You know what's and they sim- have an album coming out. Nice. You know what's similar is um, uh, Math the band who did our. Our theme yes. song. They didn't write it for us, but we, you know, we asked for yes, they permission. Did. They have, uh, they have a couple <laughs> live videos it. where it's uh, them playing guitar, and drums, and then having someone with the with a trumpet, uh, and just yeah. playing on a street corner somewhere. It's awesome, man. I'll tell you what. The, I think my favorite of the videos that I saw, other than the one I sent you guys, where they're down on the subway in New York City, they do a TED Talk where they just go and perform, and there's three songs. The last one, they just improvise the entire thing. Oh, my God. It's a fucking so good. Like, I would pay good money to go watch that live. It's just, I don't know. There's something about it. It's so catchy and, like, gets me pumped. It's what I'd want to listen to if I was, like, an athlete sure. before a game. I don't know. And the drummer calls himself the king of sludge. I mean, check it out. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Anything else, Corey? No. All right. Uh, Me, not much. Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. If the dog doesn't stop barking, I'm going to lose my mind. Gimli. Um, Game of Thrones, Corey, do do we want to talk after this week's episode about it, or do you want to maybe wait till next week to get cut up? Maybe wait till next week. I don't – well, I guess some stuff did happen, but I don't think it's been as action-packed as the last couple episodes. Yeah, we can wait. We'll we'll do a recap of episodes four and five after next week's episode because it seems like a lot's going to happen next week. Yeah. Um, So there's that. Uh, The Predators, they – just like I didn't want them to, laid an egg uh, in game seven. Wasn't close from the beginning. I actually stopped watching after the fourth goal. We we turned it off and put something else on. Something it's a little less of, depressing. It's surprising they came out so flat and Yossi and Weber played so bad. Yeah. Uh well, Yossi and Forsberg were hurt apparently for this for yeah. the whole series. Yeah. Yossi had a broken nose and broken fingers or hand or something. And then oh. Forsberg had a back injury. <laughs> but he was, I mean, he did nothing like the entire playoffs, so. Yeah. I felt really bad for Rene. Yeah. That game. Yeah, he wasn't happy. But they had just played awful in game seven. It was it was unfortunate. I at least wanted them to make it close or make it interesting in some way, and it just wasn't. They did all series until that game, yeah. really. Yep. But, I don't know. 
Who are we rooting for collectively, San Jose or St. Louis? I'm just rooting. I'm rooting against Pittsburgh mostly. Yep. That's um, yeah, me and my wife talked about this last night, and we don't care about any of the teams uh, winning other than Pittsburgh. We don't want to win, so yeah. Well, I'm rooting for St. Louis because Ryan Miller played there, and so did Steve Ott. Does Steve yeah. Ott still play there? Yep. Yeah, but he's hurt, right? No, he's playing. Oh, he's playing. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely yep. rooting for St. Louis. Um, yeah, I'm kind of rooting for St. Louis too. Scotty uh, Epshaw. Yeah, he's playing too. Brian Brian Elliott was a former Binghamton senator, so there's sure. that that connection. Um, yeah, like I said, any of the teams other than Pittsburgh, I wouldn't mind seeing win. Oh, Dan, I keep thinking of things that I meant to talk about during my week. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm done. Sports talk. I totally forgot about. I don't know how I forgot about this. It's soccer, so I'll I'll be as brief as I possibly can. Um. So it was the last weekend of the Premier League, and Tottenham, Arsenal's biggest rival, has not finished above Arsenal in 20 years, okay? So it's like this big thing with Arsenal fans. They call it St. Totteringham's Day when Arsenal has mathematically finished above Tottenham in the standings and they have no chance of catching them. Well, it looked as though this was going to be the year, finally, that Tottenham finished above them. So going into the last weekend, Arsenal had to win and Tottenham had to lose for this to happen, um, or for it to not happen, I guess it would be. So Tottenham was playing a team that has been relegated, and they knew they were relegated, had not literally nothing to play for. It was shit. And they got a guy sent off in the second half, so Tottenham had a man up. They lost 5-1 to one <laughs> to this shit team. 5-1? to one? And Arsenal won 4 nothing. And you should have heard the Arsenal fans going nuts because obviously with phones and everything now, like you can check check scores. Sure. Oh, I can't tell you the hilarity that went on on Twitter after this happened with the Arsenal fans. I mean, it was just a fantastic afternoon. I was so happy. <laughs> How does a team play that badly again? I, I don't know because they were really good all year. They just shit the bed completely. They gave up three. Three goals uh, after a guy got sent off for Newcastle. Three goals a man up to a shit team. Huh. But Where did I do finish in the standings? Third. Third? Yeah, so Arsenal finished second. <laughs> third place. I do That's send my really condolences good. to friend of the show, yeah. Michael Nelson, Mike. who's a Tottenham fan. He's the only Tottenham fan I feel any pain for. Uh, the rest of them can all fuck off. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anything else? No, unless, unless somebody else jogs my memory. <laughs> uh, maybe after the break. How's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with what we played in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 252 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, Corey, I feel it. Well, no. Fiona's barking. <laughs> uh, Will, <laughs> we'll get started with you. What'd you play? Uh, I played Fire Emblem. That's about it. I'm on chapter 24 of 27, so I'm almost done. And then I'm going to play Awakening until Corey takes my 3DS. So Nice. Play them. Other than that, 
I don't think I played anything. I'm actually going to play Fallout tonight, maybe, to try and get ready oh, for Far nice. Harbor, because that's coming out tonight. So, Very stupid cool. game. That reminds me, uh, I still want to do the thummy for best moments, so make sure you guys are kind of remembering oh. your favorite moments from games. <laughs> God. Crap. Okay. Because uh, I, well, I know Fallout 4 was last year, but there are some moments that I thought of in that game that I would have nominated last year, but... Gotcha. Best Just moment. Keep, okay. Keep it in the back of your brain. I know we're probably not going to do a very good job of that, me included, but... No, we're going to do an amazing job of it. Yeah. Positive. As usual. Par for the Milk, course. Milking your cow for the first time in Stardew Valley. I mean... It's great. Stardew Valley could win. That's if you're willing to put that kind of time in, yeah. Yeah, once uh, you get 40 hours in and get your first cow. Exactly. What's with all that sudden hate, Corey, coming from you in Stardew Valley? Yeah, I don't know. It's not sudden hate. It's my one criticism of the game. Stupid criticism. How dare you, no. Corey? Warranted. I don't have a comeback, so. <laughs> it's probably one of the many games I'll put 70-plus hours into this year. You know, i got to get back to it. Just waiting for that update. I'm waiting for the co-op update. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'll probably start all over again for that. I might. I'll, maybe I'll get it for the wife, and we'll we'll co-op it. I think it's Can a game she would really like. Farm? Yeah, four people, four player Except co-op. Eric, of course. Yeah, nah. You want to co-op a farm, Eric? No, I do want to. Okay. All right, uh, Eric. What'd you play, man? Yes. Uh, well, Corey, why don't we talk about Final Fantasy X Remastered? Let's. Uh, well, what are your thoughts? How far did you get? I'm about five hours in. Okay, so you're probably a little further than I am. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm with you, actually. Doesn't it's hold up? bad. Meh. It's pretty bad. It's a big deal really? for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really was hoping to get into it. I really wanted to get into it. Me too. But, God, I it looks like shit. Like, <laughs> I've done nothing. <laughs> like, I have... It's it's bad. Okay. Uh, I'm glad we're kind of on the same page. Final Fantasy X, for me, it was kind of... It's like... It's uh, the harbinger of the downfall of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In my opinion, um, it's it's the first game that starts to do all the bad things that, in my opinion, are ruining Final Fantasy. It's like as soon as they had the capabilities to make like anime Final Fantasy, they went with it thinking like that's what people liked about the original Final Final Fantasies. And it's not at all like as soon as they were able to give voice acting to the characters, uh I don't care about any of that. That's not what makes a Final Fantasy game for me. And uh, I'll back up a little bit. The uh, original Final Fantasy X came out in 2001. I couldn't believe that, first of all. If I had to guess, I was thinking like 2008 or something like that. But uh, no, Hmm. 2001. (laughs) And actually, I looked back and I found out that Final Fantasies 4 through 10 all came out in a span of 10 years. Wow. Seven Final Fantasy games in a span of 10 years. Uh, wow. From from 2003 to 2015, which is 12 years, we got Final Fantasies 12, 
13 and 14. That's it. Wow. And it like I I started thinking about it. And it's like, well, what like what's the issue here? Because those are some of the worst Final Fantasy. I mean, 14's okay, but it's it's not. It's it's an MMO. 12's pr- great. 12's pretty good in my opinion, but the like the 13 13, 13, 2, and 13, 3 is just like, I don't, I don't get it. And it's like, they're, they're trying to pour all these resources. And this is what makes me nervous about Final Fantasy 15 is they're trying to pour all these resources into it, trying to make it this huge technical achievement. And it really doesn't have to be that. No, um, it was, it was bad. Yeah. And like it, part of the issue with me in, in Final Fantasy 10 is that there's no, it doesn't, like I said, I'm about five hours in and I don't feel like it's gotten going. Like I, I start to meet some characters and, and figure out their backstories and think I know where I am. And then it pulls me out of it and takes me to a whole new place. And I'm it's like, it's not as colorful as I remember it being either. It's yeah. Very drab and just ugly. Yeah. I mean, they, so with the, the remaster, uh, they did some graphical updates, but the biggest issue with me in the graphics is like the characters are still really stiff, especially in their faces. Yeah. And that really pulls me out of it. Um, they rearranged the music, which I actually do like. The the yeah. arrangements are newer, and I think the music is pretty good. Although people people who played a lot of the original, I don't. Did you play the original a lot, Eric? Eric had it. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jared played it quite a bit. Oh, okay. Um, people that like have such fond memories of that game, I guess, don't like the rearranged music. But I don't really understand that. Because... I don't ever remember music in video games, so. Yeah. One of my favorite bits, though, I don't know if you ever got if you got to any of the temples, is the like the the chants, the hymns, like the. I uh, was not able to persevere through to a temple. Okay, you didn't get temple. <laughs> uh, that's all right. I get it. They added some optional bosses. There's uh, all the stuff in the international edition of the game, which I don't really, I didn't do the research because I don't care enough to find out what that is. That's all in this game. Um. I do a couple of things I do like in this Final Fantasy, and this is the first time I've played it longer than like an hour. I've played it back in the day for for like an hour or whatever. But uh, I like how they do the seamless cuts in and out of the cinematics. Uh, it doesn't even skip a beat. Like you're in game, and then it'll cut to a cinematic without like a frame drop, and then it'll come right back into the game, which I I really like. I think that's really cool. I'll you second that. You don't even really see that in in modern games. You know, there's always a a brief kind of delay. Um, and I also like how battles uh, for uh, a turn active time battle or whatever game, the battles aren't super static. There's always something going on. Like I thought I was on a ship and I was fighting a monster that was pulling the ship, and the monster was constantly moving around, which meant nothing for the gameplay but it at least felt like you know like things were happening rather than just the static face off and take turns hitting the the enemy uh, i thought that stuff was cool but but like i said the the just the story is seems so convoluted to start like who yeah. what why i don't i don't like any of the characters no um titus is just a cocky motherfucker he's uh, just a little prick he's a little cocky prick yeah <laughs> I'm just not into it. The the one character I did like is gone for now. Riku. I thought I was into her a little bit, and then she just like disappeared. And it's like, okay, well, I don't care about any of these other characters. So how long until Riku comes back? Uh, I don't does know. Does Riku come back? I think she does. 
The fixed camera kind of throws me off a little bit. I'm so used to being able to pan the camera around in this one. Like, I'm trying to see around corners and stuff, and I just can't because the camera's fixed. Eh, I don't know. It's just meh for me. I, I'll probably keep playing it just because it's one of the few that I haven't had a chance to get through. Yeah, I was going to say, that's kind of the first one that I have no experience with. I never never played Final Fantasy X. Well, get this. There's another one right after this one called Ten Two. I know. Did you ever play Ten Two, Eric? No. Yeah. So I don't know. Apparently, that one's not as good as Ten. So. Oh God. Oh God. I am gonna. Um, I am gonna give Nine a try. That well, I did play that one too. But we can talk about that whenever. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't have anything else to say about Ten. I'm really not not loving it. I'm waiting for it to open up and feel like a Final Fantasy game and it's just like teaching me things and like jerking me back and forth and like I just don't care about you people. The Blitzball stuff, I enjoy. I I want to play Blitzball. I I also like the skills diagram. What's that thing called? Skill grid? Yeah, the skill uh, I think it's skill grid, yeah. Yeah, I like the skill grid. That's kind of cool. But other than that, I have no interest in the story or any of the characters. Yeah. It's, it's crazy shit. I have no idea. Yep. Poor Anna um, for you. Go ahead, Will. Why do I want to play 13 so bad? You don't. You really don't. I would I would honestly prefer 10 over 13. Oh dear. There's this nagging feeling that I just want to play 13. Well, let me tell you the one you do want to play, Will. Eric, do you have anything else to say about 10? No. The one you want to play is 9. Gotcha. <laughs> Nine is really good, and that's what I was texting you. I'm like, Will, did you ever play Nine? And I think you said no, and I'm like, that's where you should really start. And we had a question from Savage in the chat last week asking, uh, like, what Final Fantasy do I play? And we were racking our brains trying to figure out, like, is there even a Final Fantasy you can play to get you into the series? And uh, our answer was mostly no, but I think we settled on Final Fantasy Tactics on yeah. mobile. But uh, Really? I think he bought it on PS3. To get you into the series, that's the one you picked. It, we yeah. we figured that was the one that holds up the best. Wow. After yeah. much, Corey, Jesus. Corey, come on, Corey and Josephine. What is the um, matter with you? She's wow. barking at people outside. She really doesn't like seeing people. Cars don't bother her, but people freak her out. It probably does hold up the best. I guess I would agree with you there, but it's also totally different. Yeah, I mean, different. after our deliberations, the answer is pretty much no. Like, there isn't an yeah. final answer right now, but that was the one, like, the closest we could get. But after playing 9 on PC, which is a port of the mobile version, I think the answer is 9 on mobile. Because, you know, everybody has a phone, everybody has a smartphone. You can play it when you get a chance. Uh, and 9 is really good. Here's a, here's a thought, Corey. Do you think part of it has to do with, it, like, 6, 7... Uh, I don't re- necessarily remember eight all that well, but also nine. They kind of they kind of drop you like right into the action. It's it starts right away. I wonder if that has anything to do with uh, you know the liking those games and, and those being considered the epitome of the series. Now that that would help me yeah. for sure, Dan, because that's part of the problem I had with ten. Like it's just nothing was going on and it wasn't letting me do anything. Yeah. So if that's what nine does, I'd like that way more. Right. Sorry, Dan. I had to run out. We're, we're no, that's fine. I, I was just asking what uh, if you if you think maybe you know how six and seven uh, and also also nine like stuff happens like right off the bat. Do you think that that might 
draw you in a little bit better than a 10 that starts off really slow? Uh, well, things do happen right off the bat in 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I never played it. I don't but know. Yeah, but I don't feel like I'm taking any part in it. Exactly. You're oh, not. Okay. You're just kind of watching. Yeah. Uh, so the Final Fantasy IX turns out is the highest rated Final Fantasy game on Metacritic at 94, really? 94%. Yep. Wow. Um, and it was the last of the original PlayStation Final Fantasies. And I was reading uh, in the development process, they sort of considered it a reflection on the series. And at the time, Sakaguchi actually said it was his favorite Final Fantasy so far. Um, but a lot of people, you know, would argue that it's very iterative of the past Final Fantasies. And I, I'm thinking to myself, like, well, good, you know, because those yeah. are the good ones. Yep. <laughs> um, and it was also the last that I think it was the last that Sakaguchi had a major hand. And I know he's he's helped out here and there. But uh, anyway, uh, Touch Arcade gave the mobile port that came out this year, right? Yeah, recently. They gave it 100. A score of 100. Um, and I, I would totally agree. Like I'm playing it on PC, but it's, it's, it's literally a, a port of the mobile upgrade. Uh, it's a, it's a great port. They upresed uh, and touched up all the 3d objects in the game. The backgrounds are touched up. It is letterboxed at 1920 by 1080 on my monitor, uh, letterbox on the sides. Uh, but that's, you know, that's not a big deal. They do include all the, the updates that are on the phone, like the cheats, which I haven't figured out how to activate. Because I know you can turn off like random battles. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Uh, maybe I'm just missing something. Uh, you can also turn off the battle intros, which saves you a bunch of time. Like they do this big build up once you go into, go into battle, which nobody needs to see. Um, but it also, yeah, it also auto saves every on every screen transition, which I didn't realize how much I'd like until like you die at a boss battle, and instead of going back to the last save point, you're just right before the boss. Which is a good a good modern feature to have, quality of life feature. Um, well, do you have this game? I do on Steam. <laughs> so, go ahead. I do want to say, um, other than the, because I haven't played very many Final Fantasies as big of a fan as I am, because I've only really only played bits and pieces of like the first like five, and then I've played all of six tactics and seven, but I haven't played any after that other than fourteen. So this would be the one that I should play, right? To oh yeah, get back into it. Absolutely, and I'm gonna go ahead and say right here. Uh, in the I played about five hours of this as well. The the five hours I've played of, of Final Fantasy IX kind of make me feel like it's gonna leapfrog over Final Fantasy VII as my third favorite Final Fantasy game. And do you know what? I uh, I haven't played it, but I do remember the character models for like the main character with the blonde hair. Zidane. I don't Zidane. know. The... Zidane. Zidane and I, the wizard with the hat. Vivi. Vivi. Yeah. I like remember Vivi. those two characters the like really well, having never played it, and I don't know why. I got, yeah. So the. I'm, go ahead. I got a stuffed Vivi with uh, my pre-order of Final Fantasy IX way back in the day. That's right. I might, I might still have it someplace in, in, in the house down here in the basement. If I find it, I'll, cool. I'll put it up behind me. Uh, but what what caught my caught me with, with Final Fantasy IX, and I haven't played it since when it came out years ago, uh, the characters are immediately likable. Uh, the Zidane, he's not cocky like Titus. He's just confident, but it's in like a lock Cole from Final Fantasy VI kind of way. 
you know, just like the charming swashbuckler. Yeah, who, I was going to say, charmingly is, confident. It's confident and without being a, a cocky prick kind of thing. Um, so there's that. And, and Vivi also, uh, right out of the get-go, is you immediately sympathize with him because he just wants to go to see the stupid uh, canary play or whatever. And he, he goes to the ticket booth only to find out that he has a counterfeit ticket. And you just immediately feel so sorry for the little little black mage, you know? Just like this little helpless guy who's tripping over people trying to get to the ticket booth. And then he finds out he doesn't have the the, the right ticket. It's a counterfeit. So Aww. he gets screwed. Yeah, and that immediately endears you to that character. But it's also like the intro is so simple. It's not like convoluted, crazy, mythological things happening. Like you are a theater troupe. And you're go- you're going to this kingdom to kidnap the princess Garnet, right? Princess Garnet, great. I can understand that. That's awesome. Like how cool. Like you pl- you actually perform in the play and you do that sword fight right in the beginning, and uh, it means next to nothing. But like you still feel like you're a part of it. And then you go to kidnap the princess, and she's like, "I want to be kidnapped." I don't know. It just it felt very like simple and, and understandable and and almost like Shakespearean in a way, you know, like that medieval setting uh, without the, the future tech that uh, a lot of the Final Fantasies are known for. That sounds way better. Yeah, and in the structure of the game, like I said, it, it just feels so familiar and, and safe, but, like, it's almost like a mastery of that, that structure and that formula that, you know, we have loved from the Final Fantasy games leading up to it. And I've forgotten about Tetramaster, the the card game. I don't know if you remember that, Dan. Sure. Yeah. Which still makes no sense to me, but that's <laughs> fine. Whatever. Yeah. I don't even care. Uh, the cinematics are great. Even in that opening sequence, like, she, the princess goes up to the top of the castle, and she's trying to to escape uh, Steiner, who is the, the guard trying to protect her. Um, she's trying to run away from him, and she gets up on that rope and swings over the crowd of the... the play and and Zidane follows her and then Steiner follows and he crashes into the I don't know it's just great and then you escape on the airship but the airship crashes into the evil forest and I don't know I just I was in love with it and uh, actually Eric you sent us that link to IGN's ranking of the Final Fantasy games mm. and I think they had nine at two I'll look three four somewhere up there like top five at least I think 12 was two Okay, uh, it's up there anyway. And the the adjective whoever authored that post used was the warmth of the game, and you you absolutely feel the warmth of Final Fantasy IX. And I'm hooked on it. And I'm pl- it's the first time I've ever played Final Fantasy games side by side too. So it's fun to make the the comparisons and the the contrasts. But uh, nice, good grief, that's a great game. And uh, to finish my monologue here uh that would be the game i would put forward as the entry into the final fantasy series because it is so iterative on the the past games but it's also with the the mobile update and everything it's it's very accessible and modern so right right, but at the same time like if you want to get into the series should you necessarily jump in and and start playing what a lot of people consider to be the best one right away and then try and go play the others and I think that's or do all you, you only play that one. Yeah, I think yeah. that's all you need to play. You know, like yeah. if you if you want a good feel for Final Fantasy, like nine classic is, Final Fantasy. 
classic Final Fantasy, I think nine is is your best in, uh, considering the logistics of it, especially, but just how good of a game it is. And then you just go from there. You know, fifteen's coming out soon. Play nine now, and then you. I don't know how much. I feel like fifteen's going to be a totally different thing. So yeah. yeah. I mean, so nine was uh, number three on the IGN list. Okay. Uh, it was twelve, Final right? Final Fantasy twelve was number, uh, two. number two. I think the author states that I like twelve a lot more than a lot of other people. Someplace in there, maybe at the beginning of the article. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's great. The humor and everything. Like Steiner's trying to protect the princess, but the rest of his guards are like on her side, and he's trying to round them up, but they're just going out of their way to be like lethargic about the whole thing and just be like eh, I've got all these other issues let's not worry about her but it's good it's real good okay you play anything else Corey? Um, Stellaris I finished up my playthrough of Stellaris I talked about last week I, I mentioned how uh, there was a familiar uh, government ethics civilization for lack of a better word next to me i ended up getting into alliance with them and then they ended up getting they ended up going into war with a much larger empire next to them so sure enough that drags me into war uh and that's kind of where the game fell apart for me because i had no way of getting out of it i couldn't come up with any clever kind of diplomatic solution it was just nope you're at war now because you allied with these people who are at war with this other guy and they have no interest in making peace with you. So see ya. And that's, I know a lot of the criticisms of the game were with the diplomacy. And I definitely saw that Mm -hmm. Uh, no matter what I did, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of that war. Yeah. Yeah. Cause at least in crusader Kings too, like you could have, if you're in a war with someone, you could have uh, an assassination make an assassination attempt on the, on the leader. Uh, which can make the war fall apart and you know cause a succession crisis. Like there's all these neat things you can do to uh, if you're up against a larger empire. You know it's not guaranteed to work, but at least you have that opportunity. Options. Yeah, there are no options. Uh, they just kept sending stack of doom after stack of doom at me, which is another thing that kind of turned me off. I thought we moved on from that yeah. in in strategy games, but I guess I guess not. Huh. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll probably try another round now that you're know, familiar with the game systems yeah now that i know how everything kind of works and, and see how that pans out i was trying to avoid the whole because i know uh just from reading reviews that like the mid excuse me the mid game stuff is a slog and that the ai just leaves you alone for the most part so i was trying to avoid that by getting into some relationships with with other civilizations and it just kind of backfired on me and it ended up making it so I had no fun uh, mid-game. And the the wor- worst part about it is they wouldn't even finish me off. They conquered two of my star systems, or two of my planets, and just so left the said. other two. Nice. Ain't that always the case. <laughs> what? It wouldn't finish wouldn't me finish off? finish you off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we're so, all yeah, 12. They just kind of let me go, and I'm just like, well, just come on, just like you know, finish the job. Nice. Okay. Um, so, I don't so know. wait for Master of Orion is what you're saying. Yeah, or just wait for them to make Stellaris better. I don't know. I'm sure I'm they not, will. I I think I I think my issues with that game outweigh what I like about it, and I don't I don't know that 
it is recoverable at this point. I know a lot of people like it, but not not for me. I'm I'm excited for Hearts of Iron though. Yeah. I'm kinda in the mood for a war strategy game. Uh-huh. So is that I mentioned that I uh at the top of the, the episode I, I replayed the beginning of Bioshock Infinite. Good God. It's awesome. just, it's amazing. And I had forgotten all the like subtext in that game. Yeah. One of my favorite parts is coming out into the garden when like after you've, you know, been in, in the rain and then in the tower and then in the in the church type of thing and you walk out and it's so like sunny and green like when I first did that and on all my subsequent playthroughs like it, you can almost like smell how fresh the air is when you walk oh, yeah. out of there, you know, it's just a brilliant moment. You're high up in the sky. I had even forgot about like the Lutesses. Yeah. And then they're yeah. rowing you in the beginning. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about this like most important part of the game. Oh, it's so good. I've... I don't know. I, I played up until the point where you throw the baseball and then everybody attacks you. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm going to play anymore after that. I just really wanted to play through that first 30 minutes. Especially, I was looking forward to going into the lighthouse the first time, pulling the thing, and the horns go off. And then you sit in the chair and it blasts you off. Like, I love that part yeah. of that game it's incredible it's I'm, the reaper horns yeah i've been playing through that game i play it through it once a year since it came Infinite? out yeah yeah so good it's good it is good stuff uh the only other thing hearthstone dream hack i mentioned with the new the nibble bit there that happened this past weekend uh Cthun druid eric was surprisingly absent at dream hack Really? It's because I wasn't there. That's right. Uh, everybody was playing Agro Shaman, I guess, which is still a thing. Uh, I've been running into Agro Shaman quite a bit on the ladder, and I hate it a lot. Uh, so I've been trying to come up with my own deck to counter all the popular decks. And I came up with uh, one called, I'm calling Secret Hunter. Secret Paladin was uh, big in the last meta. But uh, Secret Hunter is what I've been workshopping on my own uh, without any kind of inspiration and it's been working out pretty well i'm I'm rising i as soon as i made the deck i went on a seven game win streak which is always a good sign until blizzard figures out how to match you against people that can beat you which still pisses me off to absolutely no end it's it the matchmaking is not random it's they specifically choose opposing decks that are good counters to you i think fifa does that too yeah fucking yeah, it's it's, Corey, it's shitty. But move to your right a little bit. Hey yo. Yeah, somebody's Thank not you. camera. <laughs> I know it was it was stressing me out big time. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah, my secret hunter's great. I, I'm using some cards that you never see. I haven't seen on the ladder in forever. Uh, one of them being Dark Trap, which is nice. You you it's your secret, and then if you're opponent uses their hero power it does five damage to a random enemy and it kind of works out because you can play my secret hunter as like an aggro deck um in that if it's the first play you know your first turn two mana turn and you play dart trap and your opponent uses their hero power then it just does five damage to their hero and you've immediately taken off you know five of their 30 health which is a big deal right off right off the get-go um but then it's just, I set it up so you're literally playing a secret every turn. They don't know what secret is. They don't know how to deal with it. Everything they've known about 
their deck and how to play against certain matchups and stuff. Like they just don't know because they're seeing all these secrets. They don't know what's going to happen. I like that. Kind of works out. It's fun. And the only other hunter that you're seeing on the ladder, there's a control hunter that you see every now and again, but it's the face hunter. That's been a hearthstone, uh, standby for a long time. So that's what everybody anticipates based on the cards, uh, that you start to play, but then they slowly realize like that that's not what I'm facing and I don't know what to do. Uh, and I like that. It's I, great. I like that too. And then I always send them shitty emotes like, wow, thanks <laughs> at the end of the game before I finish them off. I wish they had one that said real original, you know? <laughs> well, they got rid of the sorry emote and replaced it with wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I just, that, that annoys me that people, everyone goes on and copies a deck from... Mm-hmm. And that's just oh, what yeah. they play. That's just. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that because after Dreamhack, uh, that's when we saw all the aggro shamans in yeah. the uh, the zoo warlock, um, which didn't wasn't a thing until all these professionals had success at Dreamhack with these decks, and now everybody's playing them. Yeah, I don't like that. No, me neither. And that's why I always try to come up with my own thing, even though you know it hasn't really gotten me anywhere. I think the highest rank I've hit was twelve. Uh, but still, still makes more me proud, fun. you know. Yeah. But I'm getting to that point now where I want to hit legend, and it's like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. You make an aggro shaman. You get it. You make an aggro shaman and hit legend with it. I don't there you know. go. Do it. Fuck it. Can't beat him, join him. Exactly. That's do where it, I'm at. Man. I don't know. I don't think I'm good enough yet. No, definitely not. Yep. <laughs> I, I really don't. I think as much Hearthstone as I play. Like, I play, like, at least 15 games a day. I think you got a shot, champ. You Thanks. play 15 Thanks. games a day? Oh, at least. Holy wow. crap. I probably played, like, 30 yesterday. It's Corey's game of the generation. Did I, Corey, did I tell you my Hearthstone experience? I had a recent Hearthstone experience. I'm not sure you did, Dan. I uh, I booted it up on my tablet. I made a deck out of the shitty starter cards that I had. <laughs> Went to a match with the deck that I thought was okay. Uh, I got crushed by a bunch of weird cards that I had never seen before, and I uninstalled it. Uninstalled. It. Well, that's because you're too good at the game. No. Because they match you against people that had better cards. Uh, yeah, it was it was a bunch of crazy spells that I had never... Yeah. I mean, I haven't played it since... Welcome I, to Hearthstone. Vanilla, I guess. <laughs> What I would suggest is uh, do the Tavern Brawl every week. Yeah. The Tavern Brawl is just, they give you pre-made decks most of the time. Sometimes they, you have to make your own. But uh, it's some crazy rule. Like uh, this week, or actually last week's I really liked. It was uh, pick any class in two cards from that class, and that's all you get in your deck. Two cards. It's really fun. Yeah, I like that because then, you know, you actually have to be clever and smart and... Yeah, yeah. So I have to think about the game rather yep. than rather yeah, than if the, you do uh, uh, if you win a tavern brawl once a week, you get a card pack. So it's like just play once a week tavern brawl, and that's where you enjoy. I should. Should I talk about the Hearthstone tournament? I still want to do. Yeah, yeah. It's actually right around the corner, uh, based on the tentative dates that I picked. I'm in June sixth, which is a Monday. June 8th, which is a Wednesday, June 10th, which is a Friday, and then the following week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. D-Day. What? June 6th. 
is D-Day? Yeah. Okay. Perfect day. I didn't realize how close that time was. We could maybe push it. Uh, but it would be the type of thing where you just have to be able to commit to those nights like 30 minutes out of out of those nights. Sure. Just to play uh, best of three Hearthstone against somebody. Yeah, works for me. And I, I want mean... to do uh, common and basic and common cards only. So nobody would be at a huge advantage. It would just be the whatever basic common cards you have and you'd send your decks ahead of time. Uh, and then it'd be a double elimination. I was going to do the Swiss style tournament, which I don't need to get into, but uh, more people are interested than I thought. So it would take much too long to do a Swiss style. So we'll just do double elimination. I'm in. Yeah, sounds good. Just I'm ready for up... you, scrubs. <laughs> just have to come up with a clever way to be able to stream both people's decks. Like one person would have to do screen share and I have to spectate the other person, I think. I don't know. Figure it out, Corey. Yeah, that's complicated. With like a 15-minute delay on the stream. Yeah, so you can't cheat. I think OBS lets you do. Yeah, it does. Delay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? No, sir. Eric, I don't think we finished with you. Did you play anything else? Yeah, I did. Uh, I played the new Hitman episode, which is... um... Where is it? It's in Italy, I do believe. Yeah. I it's still I mean, I don't really have too much more to add to other than the setting. I preferred the setting of the first episode personally. Uh I believe the second episode was getting better reviews on the first one. It's something like um coastal city in Italy. Um and you're going after this guy who's kinda like I think he's like some kind of drug lord or something of that nature. Um, but yeah, same kind of idea as the, the first episode. Um, so if you're interested in more in-depth, we did a Hitman episode, what, like three episodes ago? 250. Something like that. Yeah, so I'd go back and listen to that one, which uh, got pretty in-depth as far as what you can do in the game. Because it's it's the same idea, just a different setting. Uh, but yeah, that, that game's really cool. I like it a lot. One thing I saw they added is, um, I don't know what they call this specifically, but it's targets that you only get one attempt at, and if you screw it up, they're gone for good. Oh. Yep. Mm. I can't think of what they called it, but that seems really neat. Nice. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a really cool game. I like it a lot. Good stuff going on in there. Okay. It was difficult. This one was hard. Ooh. I found it to be a lot harder than the first one. I didn't complete it yet. I killed the guy, but I also got killed because I killed the guy. Mm. I could, I just couldn't escape. Oh, so it's you got to kill and then escape. It's not just get. Oh to yeah, go. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You gotta, you gotta get out of there. Different ways you can escape too. So it's it's interesting. It's a really in depth uh, stealth. I really enjoy it. So, um, other than that, oh, I, I did try a little bit of Battleborn, I believe. Uh, but I'll wait to talk about that because we had some feedback about it okay. about Battleborn. So I'll talk about that then. Sounds good. Uh, oh, you know what? Did we? T- you guys talked Overwatch last week, didn't you? Yeah, but you weren't yeah. here. Yeah. What was everybody's thoughts on Overwatch? I still love it. Yeah. Corey. Eh. The the question came up. Uh, are you going to buy it? And the answer for me was no. Yeah. I uh, there were a lot of times while I was playing it this past beta where I kind of wished I hadn't purchased it. Um, 
And the conclusion I came to was Overwatch is a shitty game, but I like it. <laughs> nice. So, you know, it's it's never. I don't think it's anything I'm going to get like balls deep into, but it's kind of like, uh, I guess the best comparison I have is Rocket League, where you can just kind of jump in, play a couple matches, and have fun. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, have fun and jump out. Yeah. Rocket League, I always have fun. So. Well, that's I talked about it last week, Eric, uh, and I wish you were here. But I was talking about how me, you, and Johnny were playing Overwatch, and we had a you know we had a good time. But then we right. switched to Rocket League. And it was just like, yeah, it was barrels of monkeys for like the hour and a half that we played. It was great. We were freaking out yeah. on, on Skype and everything. It was, it was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, Overwatch is okay. I just, I get so mad at some of the, the, the heroes are so fucking cheap. I get so mad. But we talked at length about that too. Oh, about yeah. Bastion. Yeah. Bastion and Hanzo and Junkrat. And, and I know that there's counters for each one of them. But, like, it doesn't have the feel of a game where you can really, that you're really going to put, like, a good team comp together to, like, you know, combat and, and make a good counter team for Bastion. It just doesn't have that feel to me unless you had, like, a full five-man team and you really wanted to get balls deep into it. But, like, it just doesn't have a, the feel of a balls deep kind of game to me. You know what I mean? I think what we're going to see... Uh, is like pro. This is going to be an esport. I can almost guarantee it. I think what we're going to see is like pro teams having like plays. Like, oh, this is our. I don't know. Our. Uh, you mean like combos type of thing? Yeah, like like this is our annexation of Puerto Rico, and then like everybody on that pro team knows which character to switch to, and then they're going to make that play that they know. Yeah, and that's that's cool. I I can appreciate that, but that's just not me. No, at this point, you know, That's I, mean? the, I like so, I don't I don't care enough about Overwatch to ever want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to invest the tens of hundreds of hours it would take to be able to do that. Yeah, just so. just to clarify, Corey, um, I complained about Hanzo last week, not because I thought he was cheap. That yeah, you're right. You just did because say that. he he killed me repeatedly. That's who I've been using, Dan. Yeah, I switched to Hanzo. I fucking love arrows. him. Well, what I mean, uh, I complained about Bastion and stuff like that, and and Will brought up good points about how there are counters, which which you just said, Eric. But it's just like when I feel like every game, I just get so pissed off at Bastion. I think yeah. there's an issue. Yeah. Regardless yeah, of whether there's counters, you absolutely. Know? And you know what? I don't always want to have to be a character that counters Bastion. Yeah. I want to be able to pick whoever the fuck I want to play as. And not have to worry about Bastion killing me every goddamn second. But, I don't know. It's alright. I, I mean, the, the characters are still charming to me. I like that part of it. Yeah. They're all interesting. And uh, I really enjoy playing Hanzo a lot. Uh, getting kills with him is very satisfying. But. Well, uh, Dan echoed my uh, Lucio yeah. opinion. Oh, you guys. Lucio saved I the game, man. I fucking hated playing Lucio. <laughs> what I liked I about know. him, I, will, I mean, we'll probably Overwatch episode next week, right? Does it come I mean, out? It comes out on Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday? That's right. Oh, does it really? Yeah. I mean, I think we've all played enough that we could talk about it for an episode, right? Yeah, Apparently, we played the full game. 
Yeah, everything that's in that beta yeah. is the, is the game. Yeah, so we should be able to do an episode on it next week, don't you think? Yeah, if you want to. I don't know as if I have too much awful more to add myself. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just to throw it out on the table, uh, we had a request for an E3 predictions episode as well. Coming uh, up. Crazy predictions. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. do regular predictions. <laughs> Corey don't touch regular. Uh, no, I think as far as anything else I played, Dan, I think that was it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I only played one thing really this week, uh, which was the division. So the reason, the reason why I ended up playing division again is because I'm trying to, uh, finish up games that I've already started this year. Uh, and I also want to, you know, be able to finish it and delete it off my hard drive because my solid state drive is starting to get a little full. Um, so I try to, you know, I try to keep it relatively clean. Uh, and I know I've got a few games coming up here that I'm going to be throwing back on it. I've also had a hankering to play the Witcher. So I might, uh, I did too, actually. Yeah. Download the Witcher and, and start playing that again. Those solid state drives are getting cheap. I know They're they really had a, down. there was a 480 gigabyte one for under a hundred bucks. Awesome. Which is great. Yeah. Um, do I need one of those, Dan? Yes. Yeah, I mean, once you once you have a solid state drive in your computer, you'll wonder how the hell you ever had a mechanical hard oh. drive in your computer. Is that something that I could easily switch out myself? Well, yes. you would have. Well, no, he would have to install Windows and stuff on it too. Like, oh. it's not just swapping oh, yeah. out the hard drives. Fair enough. It'd be in, installing Windows. I mean, not that that's super hard. Like, I mean, you know. It, I it's could a walk. Pain in my notes. Yeah, it's when, a pain in my When I balls. come visit, we'll do it. Okay, perfect. I was gonna, I was gonna tell Dan that he's gonna have to come down, <laughs> but if you want to do it, that's fine. I could. Um, yeah, <laughs> everybody's welcome. House call. The, the uh, <laughs> I mean, for, uh, booting up stuff like when you when you first start, uh, you know, a solid state drive, uh, booting it from a cold start. I boot into Windows in like twelve seconds, maybe thirteen nice. seconds. Uh, whereas with the the mechanical hard drive, it's a minute, you know, yeah. to, to and it makes noise everything. and it sounds like it's struggling. Jet engine. It also uh, solid state drive like they they there's no moving parts in it, so like uh, for for case management and cable management, like a lot of people will just velcro it to some place out of the way on their case, uh, so there's not as many cables running around. Uh, it also doesn't generate as much heat as uh, a mechanical hard drive. Mine's um, just sitting on top of my optical drive. Yeah, you don't need just to chill in there. Like it's like it's smaller than my iPhone, just it, like sitting there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so that that's a benefit. But yeah, uh, for for gaming, like stuff loads so fast with it. it, it really does make a huge difference. Yeah, I'm thinking about um, upgrading my video card as well. Uh-huh. One, one of those new ones that they announced. So we'll see. Yeah, I would. We love, shall see. I would love a 1070. I'm not going to get one, but I would love one. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's the only known quantity with, uh, in terms of upgrading, you know, because the, the console upgrades, who knows what's going to happen with that. Uh, and it's just like the video card is the only no, the NVIDIA is the only known quantity in that whole thing. No? What do you mean? Yeah. What? Oh, you you mean uh, you, like easily, easily, easily measurable performance yeah. upgrade? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I've read a lot of benchmarks on it, and uh, you know they they tested the claim on whether or not one ten eighty is more powerful than two nine eighties and SLI, and at higher resolutions, it definitely is. 
And what's the three hundred dollar one or three whatever? Ten seventy. It's ten seventy. Yeah. Which I have the nine seventy and it still runs uh most games in high or ultra settings at ten eighty P. But that ten seventy would future proof me for a while, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I I probably wouldn't need to upgrade my graphics card if I didn't want to for another year or two and still get pretty good pretty good performance out of it. I'm thinking about upgrading. Which I may or yeah, may not me do. Too. Um, ten sixty. That's what you guys should wait for. Is a ten? Well, I don't know. It depends on how much you want to spend, but the ten sixty will probably to drop three hundo. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking three. I got. I want to trade in my Wii U, which surprisingly still gets you like two hundred bucks. Really? Does it really? Last wow. time I checked on Amazon trade in, um, it was like two. Maybe I'll something. trade mine in the ten seventy. Uh, they launch on June 10th, I think. They're not out yet. The 1080s are out or coming out soon. And then the 1070 launches June 10th. Hmm. But anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. 124. <laughs> but still. Okay. That's still pretty good. <laughs> that's more than I would think for a, yeah. a, a, what's essentially a dead console. Wash up old console. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's with the games that I have. It's it's over 200. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't have any games. Uh, but yeah, anyway, back to the division. Um, yeah, I really have had a good time playing the division. Uh, and I want to play it again. By I ha- the way. well, I'm, I'm probably way ahead of you. Uh, level 29. I'm almost finished with it. I think I have like 83% of the story done. Um, I haven't done any dark zone stuff cause like all the rampant cheating. Oh yeah. It's, it's un- awful. It's unfortunate, uh, because I probably would play some of that, but you never know like when you're gonna run across a cheater or a group of cheaters. That sucks that that that, that happened, you know. Uh but I'm enjoy- like it, it plays really well. Like I'm 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 having a good time with it. I think the story uh the story and the areas get more interesting like later on in the game. Like I'm over on the eastern part of Manhattan. And I think the uh, the settings are, are are more diverse and interesting. I mean, it's still obviously Manhattan, but uh, you know, there's there's a lot. It, it seems a lot more ruinous, I think, than than the western part, uh, which makes makes for more interesting battles, especially the bad guys that you fight are a little bit harder too. So, well, that game just dropped off a fucking cliff for me. Me too, but I really liked it too. You know, yeah, I, I had a blast when I played it. Yeah, it, they almost need to do like a Diablo in like uh, like a year from now. Come up with some kind of like seasons or something where you can group up with your friends and and play through some content that's uh, a lot of fun and gets you some loot and go from there. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, same same here. I really liked it when it came out. I still really like it, uh, but after I beat it, like I can't imagine mm-hmm. myself wanting to play it again. No. You know, I'll have spent probably by the time I beat it. 40, 42 hours playing it. Uh, so I feel like I got my money's worth out sure. of it. Um, but yeah. Will, I know you said you wanted to play, but yeah, I'll probably shelve it once I once I beat it. Maybe the division's just not in the cards for me. <laughs> you, should, you could play it solo. I mean, that's what I I don't want to play it. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Just What level are you, I, Will? Uh... 12 10 I think I uninstalled it. I was going to say I think I'm 19. I would I would play through the rest of the single player content 
co-op content with you but but Corey, we bought it for you yeah i i I really enjoyed it i really did i'm not even you you have to play with me (laughs) you required what level was i dan 19 yeah i think you were nine or 17 17 you said no i was the at the end of the the dark zone level the last dark zone level for that tier i think it was 19 yeah i know you said that you wanted to get to level 19 and then go into the dark zone to clean house but okay good point yeah i might be or get your house cleaned one or the other (laughs) probably with the cheating get your house cleaned yeah I'll, i'll play through with you will if you want if you get to that level it doesn't take very long no, you level up quick. I don't want to. <laughs> okay, then we won't. <laughs> it does get quite a bit harder, too, uh, the later you get into the game. If you're not careful, you get shot up pretty quick. You should just get better. All right, I'll try get, and catch up to Get good, Dan. Get good or uninstall. Yep. Like like me and Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Uninstall. That's another game where there's a lot of cheating in. Yeah, they've had a bunch of issues this week. The patch, they patched it, uh, caused more problems than it fixed, and they patched it again, and apparently it's better. But honestly, that was one of the reasons why I really wanted to play through Dark Souls 3 like right away, because I knew at a certain point the competitive online aspect of it would just be out of my control. It would fall apart, yeah. No fun. It's what always happens with those games, really. I mean, even the division, you can anticipate that coming. Yeah, they're going to have to get better with the anti-cheating stuff, I think. Yep. Was that an issue in Destiny? I don't really remember hearing anything. The only... only I mean, it's a little harder to cheat on consoles. You can. Um, The the loot cave stuff. Oh, that was more of an exploit. Yeah, Yeah, that was an exploit. That everybody was doing, yeah. Eh, whatever. Yeah, you have to like you have to jump through a bunch of hoops to cheat on consoles. You have to like hack your console. Uh, I have a friend who had a hacked console, actually. Really? I have a friend. To yeah. Play pirate pirated games? No. No. Just to cheat. Yeah. That's worse. No, not. Maybe to cheat. he's the one that ruined Modern Warfare for Will and I. <laughs> no, I can guarantee you that. No, that is not the case. All right. Uh, anyone have anyone else have anything they want to play or want to talk about? What they played uh, this week. Dan, I would like to introduce our newest segment to the podcast. Oh, yeah, what you didn't play. Uh, what we didn't play. Uh-huh. Uh, being uh, a podcast where we spend our own... Oh, there's a good one this week. Our own money on our own games, and we determine what we want to play and, and why and, and all that good stuff. Nobody's sending us games. Uh, what we didn't play. There's a couple. Yeah. Uh, Homefront, The Revolution. What's up with that? Why didn't we play that? looks like shit. I had zero interest. <laughs> I want to play it, but I know it's going to be bad. Yeah, I don't got no 60 bucks for that hot fire garbage. Yeah, I mean, the first one wasn't great. This is just coming from me. So I literally paid no attention to the second one. Uh, and the re- reviews dropped, and it's sitting at like a 50-something. So it's probably a pass, you know. Full-price game, no thank you. It's an interesting concept, but... I'd How much rather, would you pay for it? I'd rather watch Red Dawn. Um, I'm going to buy it for $20 on this upcoming Steam sale. Humble bundle price. <laughs> Eight bucks. Did yeah. any of you guys play the, the first Homefront? Little no. Multiplayer. 
Oh, you uh, know what? I think I did too. Yeah, we both did. And I think I hated it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. There you go. Uh, another one. This came out Friday. Uh, Doom. I will be buying Doom. I did not purchase it because I was kind of waiting to see how it was received, and Uncharted came out. Yeah. So. That's fair enough. Well, and also there was we all hesitated because uh, they didn't put out they didn't send out review copies early, which is always a bit of a red flag. I sure. loved. Well, I don't know if I loved, but I really enjoyed the beta multiplayer okay. beta, and I think I was actually in the minority. You were, yeah, the, yeah. That's what everybody was expecting because uh, the 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 online component of the game was not well received, and everybody's like, "Well, I guess the the single player will be shit too." But apparently, the single player is great. Yeah, everyone seems to really enjoy it. It's it's sitting pretty high on the Steam reviews, and in all the discussion I've heard around it, is that yeah. it's, it's awesome. It got a nine on Destructor. I haven't heard Giant Bombs speak so glowingly of a game in a while. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. Between that go. and Uncharted, there was a lot of love this week. Yep. Well. Gerstman wasn't on this. Well, that's a fair enough. That's a fair point. Daniel oh, Wyatt, who's my favorite, yeah, took his chair. So this was a good week for me on the Giant Bombcast. They brought the crazy Irishman in to yeah. uh, add some positivity to the show. He talked about how Americans have a weight problem. That was funny. <laughs> Yeah, I like Danny O'Dwyer too. He's good. Yeah, he's good. He's a good shit. Yes, he is. He's the type of guy that could leave GameSpot and do his own thing. Sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd into that. pay attention to his stuff. Absolutely. Uh, and the other one is Salt and Sanctuary, which just came out yesterday. So oh, for PC. Yeah, yeah, for PC. There was there oh. were some other smaller releases that I hadn't heard of, so I just nixed nixed them. But you but, said you're going to purchase that, right, Corey? I believe I am. Yeah, I yeah. I really want to play it. Um, based on your your chat about it and everything I've been hearing, it sounds like something yeah. I need to play. So I think you'd enjoy it. And I did buy that when it came out on PS4. Have you so. gone back to it? No, no, I haven't. No. I'd like to. You know, you know how it goes. Oh yeah, it's, it's, just, it's too many games. There are way too many fucking games. Not nearly enough time. It's almost like uh, we should be playing games full time as a job. <laughs> it's I agree. almost like that. But then we'd be broke. Sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> just. <laughs> Ten dollars a month. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Someday. Someday. Okay. So that's it for games uh, that we we did not play. That's really it. Yeah. Valkyrie There's one Chronicles called like on the PS4. Shadow Beast or something like that. We didn't topic. play that because it's Shadow Beast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why I doesn't, didn't bring it up. Doesn't have a good pedigree, right? No. Exactly. No. That one's got to earn some trust. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Feedback. This is from Tito in LA who says, uh, sad news on the rocket league front. After almost a week off, I was playing ranked and have been getting a string of losses. My problem is after moving up to division five, the last division before moving into the next tier ranking, I lose the next game and I get back down to division four and, uh, have to try to win a string of games to get back up to division five. Well, I kept losing until I was down to Rising Star Division 1, and sure enough was demoted to Challenger Elite a few games after that. Man, oh man, I need a trainer. I'm starting to second-guess my playing, and I feel like I always have to play defense because my teammates aren't always rotating. But it's great to hear we'll be getting more quick chat options in the next update of Rocket League. 
Uh, I've been playing some Battleborn. I know Eric wasn't a fan, but there's a there's good game in Battleborn. I'd like to give a thorough review, but I'd take up too much time to go over the game, uh, the game modes they have. It's very robust, robust with PvP and PvE, uh, and the lore you can unlock with all all the characters and their DNA tree. Uh, and I enjoy the characters a lot. It's a good game. You, it's a good game to have in your back pocket when you see your friends are online. From hearing Corey talk about Overwatch, I would say Battleborn is more in his treehouse between the two games. It has the style he's looking for, and more importantly, when you get tired of PvP, I personally like to end my play session with a story mission and my cousin and friends before we call it a night. It's a good way to unlock items for your loadouts, but I don't think Corey should waste money on either game. You'll get tired of both games quickly after judging, uh, after playing a week or two, judging from experience. Probably going to wait on Uncharted 4. For whatever reason, I'm not dying to play it. Probably wait till I can buy it used. Uh, went to a wedding and saw a brilliant idea for a board game that I'm sure has been a thing for a long time, uh, but I'm now hearing about it. Guess who? But you replaced the pictures with friends and family. My friends took it a step further and added a rule you could only ask subjective questions based purely off the picture, not based on if you know them, uh, only what they look like in the picture. For example, here are a couple of my favorite questions. Does your person look like they know how to change a tire? <laughs> Does your person look like they'd be a Trump supporter? <laughs> Would you say your person could handle themselves in a fight? Tito out. That's a really fun game. <laughs> that's, we thought about doing something like that at our wedding. That's funny. But it's too much work. <laughs> uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah, Tito, uh, I can relate. Um, I was never high as rank as you were, but I had been on quite quite a string of bad luck myself. Um, and my, I found that my Rocket League has been rejuvenated by switching to 2v2 instead of 3v3 uh, because I was listening to the live, I think it's live from Manfield podcast, uh, the Savage does, and... Um, he had one of the pros on, and I, and I didn't realize that a lot of people played 2v2, like, to get their skills up and whatnot. Uh, so that's what I started doing, and I've, I've been playing much better since then. Do you think it's because you have more opportunity to handle the ball? Yes. Maybe? Because there's only yep, four I, people instead of six? Yeah, and I've always thought that I played a little too cautious a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of times when I played standard 3v3. Um yeah, so 2v2, you can't really do that. Otherwise, you're not going to score. Right. Unless you have somebody that's, like, super good on your team. But, yeah, 2v2 is really fun. I enjoy it quite a bit. Okay. So give that a whirl. See if that does does anything for you. It would probably get to the point, too, where the quality of your average player is is getting up there because it's been out for a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I've uh, recently started playing. I haven't played in a... Uh, couple months um i'm just dropping ranks that's <laughs> it and right yeah yeah it's tough man people I, are fucking good i was never good to begin with but uh you know i play sparingly um and i used to be effective on occasion but the last few times i played just hot garbage just but terrible. you know what dan it was we fun we always have fun don't we absolutely it's always fun even when I'll i'm play playing terrible i can't i gotta go fuck to bed Dan? I'll play. Yeah? Sure. Damn it. Will? Nah. Oh, come on. <laughs> I gotta play, like, seven other games. I got Far Harbor to play tonight. Oh, come on. doesn't come out tonight. It's tomorrow. Eleven. Oh. Fair enough. 
Um, I also have to do leg day. Leg day. Oh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> That's Jeez. for real. Don't real. skip don't, leg don't day. Don't skip leg day, Will. You can't skip leg day. No. You, you Everyone knows guy. when you skip leg day. Yes, yep. they do. I saw this guy at the grocery store the other day, this bro, just jacked up. Looked like he was standing on a couple of twigs. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to go over and give him one swift leg sweep. I got fuck you, buddy. Just ask him how much he squats. <laughs> nice. Not well, very much. Guys. What? Got breaking news courtesy of uh, Idaho Jake. Oh, what do mm. we got? Uh, Tony Romo has been arrested in North Carolina for using the men's bathroom. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, nice. Well played, sir. <laughs> I was literally about to Google Tony Romo's name to see what would come up with or being arrested until <laughs> I heard that. Nice. Yeah, um, as far as Battleborn goes, yeah, I, was just I gonna... just did not have a good time at all. I felt I played, um, I think I was playing online with people, and I just felt it was a cluttered mess. Like, I just felt like there was no direction with what I was doing. It, I don't know. It just felt like a jumbled mess to me. Yeah, And I didn't find the characters all that charming either, the heroes. I don't know. Yeah, I played a I little did, bit. I did like the, the skill advancement. That that was cool. I yeah. did like that. Uh, I played a little bit, uh, and it was a little too, uh, for me, it was a little too, it was a little too MOBA, MOBA-like. Like, it, it would take a lot of time, I think, to, to get yeah. good at it, you know? I mean, it's a MOBA, so yeah, it's, it would take. I do like you know. that there's a single-player single, single player thing. I only had a very brief time with the single-player because very shortly after I started playing the closed beta, uh, they shut it down to help with server uh, problems. So I played, like, maybe a mission on the single-player. So okay. uh, I do like that that's, that's there, too. So Yeah, I mean, I could see the appeal for it, but it just wasn't there for me. Yeah. Still got to play it. Okay. Considering I dropped sixty beans on it, <laughs> I can't believe you bought that game. <laughs> You're a sucker. I make questionable purchases all the time. Yes. Well, you know what to say, Corey. It's only money. You make more next week. Yeah. That's true. My yeah, boss it... makes a dollar and I make a dime. That's why I go poop on company time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as you get your money, your money's worth out of it. Who cares? You know. I will at some point. It's just the, the log of games that I have to play right now. It's just that's, disgusting. That's why I wanted to finish off the division uh, before Overwatch comes out. Is there anything yeah. else in May besides Overwatch? Uh, no, uh, because Mirror's Edge got pushed into June. I'm not getting that anyway. I'm not sure if I'm going to get it right away or not. It depends on money. And then No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is, is a definite here. buy. Yeah. The next games I'm buying are No Man's Sky and Mighty Number no. Nine, if that even comes out. I wouldn't be surprised to see a delay. Just yeah, it's saying. not coming out. I should just get rid of it. The uh, Elder Scrolls expansion comes out in May. Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, I was gonna say what Skyrim expansion? Steam World so, Heist. Uh, Witcher Three DLC comes out. You know. I actually want to so get Will, Steam we're World splitting, Heist. Splitting uh, No Man's Sky. What? Right. We're splitting No Man's Sky. No, you left me high and dry. Oh, no, I told you I'm canceling. Well, should have made that decision earlier. I mean, okay, whatever. I'm just kidding. 
guess we'll both buy it for no reason. <laughs> for sixty. Wait, bucks. if you guys want to play at the same time, though, you can PS4. play at the same time. Yeah, you PS4. can do that. Yeah, we like we split Call of Duty. You can play online together. Oh man, Halo. No, yeah. that is that fantastic. Is that kosher? I mean, is that? Yeah, I mean, or, Xbox likes it. Sony doesn't like it, but they don't fix it. It's yeah, they don't punish it. It's frowned upon. If you abuse it, you can do it. it what it. It's a feature for like households that have more than one PlayStation in it. Like Will and I, right. we live together, right. so we use it. <laughs> yeah, yep. I mean, they used the example of you know a mom only needing to buy one copy for her kids to play together. Uh, but they they don't they're they they they're fine with like if you have a friend or two on it. Uh, people do get banned if you have a bunch of people on your thing. Um, I thought you could only link uh, one. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can have more than. Oh, one you can have a lot of them, but that's what, what? gets people banned. Yeah, well, yeah, I should steer clear of that. Yeah, yeah. Perfectly content with how it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah, Eric, great. you might not be interested at all. You can download Valkyria Chronicles on the PS4. I'm a little bit interested. It's there it's good for game. you. All right, feedback from Idaho Jake says, Hey, guys, I ordered me some Jones Soda Nuka-Cola Quantums, and they will be delivered on Saturday. Uh, Wait, I'm... how? And give me some. Uh... The last time I knew you could only get them at Target. Maybe you can get them from the official website now. Yeah, that's what I I, I called Target when when it was a thing yeah. a couple times, and they're like, oh no, we don't have any. Well, what was happening is the empl- they only get a couple, and the freaking employees were buying them all like before they even went out on the shelves. So it's they would cool. only have a couple of them. Uh, I beat Uncharted last night, and I loved every single thing about it. I did notice a lot of similar this or similar things with The Last of Us, like character interactions. I thought they did a great job with the driving and shooting, far better than Uncharted 3, and the story was awesome, and I really liked the ending. Uh, so are we having another Game of Thrones spoiler cast? I really like having people to talk about it because none of my friends watch it. I just bought some games that I will probably never get to, uh, but I couldn't pass up the prices. I got all the Deus Ex games, Legacy of Cain, Defiance, Soul Reaver 1 and 2 for $13, and then I got Shadow of Mordor for 5 uh, I want to mention a podcast called Adventure Zone. It is a podcast where four guys play D&D, <laughs> and it is hilarious, and I will say start with episode 1.5. Now for the question. Uh, What is your best shit your pants or drunk story? For me, uh, it was my bachelor party at my friend's house. We we got a stripper, and we were so drunk that when my friend's parents came home, I hugged them in my Scooby-Doo boxers, (laughs) and all my friends were sharing the toilet and sleeping in the bathtub. That's it for me. Get out of my email. Sounds all right. Yeah, it's a good time. (laughs) I'd give you guys dad a hug in my boxers. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think I've already told my good shit my pants story on this podcast. Did I not? Yeah, I think so. About the drive home from Buffalo after I got food poisoning. Yep. Riding in Dan's car, I had to have him pull over so I could vomit. <laughs> and much to my surprise, it came out both ends on me. Yeah. I had to leave my drawers right there on the side of the road. Nice. Luckily, Dan had baby wipes and a towel in his car because yep. he has children. Thank God. <laughs> so I was able to clean myself up on the side of the road, no pants on. Nice. Uh, and then, not my proudest moment. I, and then later that evening, I managed to, again, shit my pants in bed. Next oh, time that's so. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Your bowels just cut cut loose that night. Couldn't. Yeah, I, no control. 
a wise man once said, it's not shitting your pants unless it runs down to your socks. <laughs> okay, I guess I didn't shit my pants then. That's just a shark. That's a shark. <laughs> uh, that is that's a, a, that is a, a wise man. Story. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's a longer version to that story, but since I've already told it, we'll leave it at that. It's on one of our past episodes. Yeah. Um, any any good poop in your pants stories? Anyone else? Or drunk? I don't know. I don't. Or you gotta have one. Jesus. My like my like biggest like oh my god what have we done kind of thing was uh, me and. Uh, friend of mine we've been friends for a long time uh austin of course uh friends since kindergarten we uh in our in our dark ages as i like to call them we decided we would drink a bottle of vodka together and we did shot for shot until the bottle was gone uh, yeah exactly i hate vodka i don't know why of vodka was was the option uh, but we did, and, you know, we had drank it fast enough that we weren't really feeling the full effects until we went to the bar and uh, had a couple more drinks. And, well, I guess this is kind of a shitting my pants story. <laughs> Turns out. Turns Not out. that Both. I think about it. Uh, it was Bobby's place in Endicott. Of course. Um, I excused myself because I wasn't feeling good, but I also had to poop. Uh, so I went in the bathroom at first, and I'm like, I got to shit, but... I think I'm going to puke. So I was like, I can't do that in the bathroom because I'm going to make a mess. And that's not, that's not good. So I went out back uh, behind the, the bar and uh, pulled my pants down and, and pooped in the parking lot. And uh, uh, simultaneously was vomiting everywhere. Nice. Um, oh, brilliant. But, you know, I, I had it together enough to get, you know, everything out of me without getting it on myself. Uh, but then I had a poopy butt. And so I had to use leaves to, to clean myself up. And uh, I bounced. You didn't have you didn't have the foresight to grab a roll of toilet paper to take out with you. No, nope, I did. I didn't. But that would have been very clever. Uh, but after that, I'm like, I'm going home. This sucks. Yeah. I'm going home. I'm too drunk. This is awful. I just bounced and left left my friend there. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he loved that. I get home, realize I don't have keys. I locked myself out of my apartment. Which in the past, I would climb up on the roof and go in through my window with the air conditioner. But I knew I was, <laughs> I had the foresight to not attempt that in it's the good. state that I was good. in. Uh, so I opened up my car door, climbed in the driver's seat, laid down, reclined the seat, passed out. I wake up, I couldn't tell you what time it was. I wake up to my uh, apartment, the apartment next door to me, who I'd never talked to in my life. Uh, looking at me, being like, Corey, are you all right? <laughs> I up, my door was still open. In, 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 and I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just locked myself out. And he's like, do you want to like come in or something? And I'm like, no, no, my friend's coming. He'll let me in. Uh, and he left. I fell back asleep. I woke up. Sun was coming up. I was sober enough at that point to climb in through my window. Uh, and I did. And I just passed out in bed. Fortunately, I didn't have to work the next morning. I think it was a weekend. But I wake up relatively early to a phone call from my buddy's mom. Uh, so I, I still a little bit drunk answered. I'm like, hello. And she's like, first thing she says is, Corey, what happened last night? <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know. I, I was at the bar. I didn't feel well. And I just left. Uh, I left Austin there. And she's like, okay. 
And then she hung up on me. Come to find out, he ended up going to the hospital that night. That's how drunk he was. And he uh, was at the bar. And at a certain point, realized he was also too drunk or whatever, was going looking for me or whatever. He ended up passing out. Couldn't get into my apartment because I was locked out as well. Uh, he ended up passing out outside my apartment in the ditch next to the road. The cops picked him up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. And took him to the hospital. Stole his cell phone. He lost his cell phone after that. He swears they stole it because he doesn't it doesn't he has a clip on and it sits in his pants and in his pocket and he says the only way it would have come off is if somebody took it uh and woke up in the hospital he woke up with an iv because alcohol poisoning or whatever uh, oh my god yeah he just woke up in the hospital yeah it was it was pretty bad but we uh we thought it was funny i mean we talk about it and enjoyed it and it was you know, funny it was stupid but like Nothing really bad happened. He got his his phone stolen, but the whatever. best part is that you didn't shut your car door. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's probably the the stupidest like drunk thing I have. The the most messy, I guess, would be the and poop involved. So mm-hmm. two birds. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have anything anything good to share. Yeah, I know I don't. Uh, I pooped my pants one morning, waking up in my apartment, uh, and it was such a mess that I just, I was late for work at that point. But I pooped my pants, and it was so bad I just jumped right in the shower. <laughs> you didn't even bother with the toilet paper. Nope, just jumped right in the shower. He took one look at his backside and said, this is a job for the shower. And, like, you know, my apartment didn't have laundry facilities, so I knew those poopy underwear would have sat around for a week before they got washed, so I just threw them right in the garbage. Yep. That, uh, this... actually... <laughs> Go ahead. Was, was Val living with you at this point? Uh, not... I don't think full-time. I think that was before she moved... Okay. It was, like, when I first moved into my apartment. So... That reminds me, I'll just tell this one quick. Reminds me of another another story. We were out for a friend of mine's birthday. I don't even know if we were 21 yet, but uh, I was working at the golf course the next morning, and we were out all night, and uh, I had the poops and, like, pooped in my friend's yard but got some on me and just passed out in the yard, and my friends who were supposed to give me a ride home left without me. They thought I was in the back seat, and they got, like, 20 minutes away before they realized I wasn't there. Thankfully, they came back and picked me up and put me in the car. And uh, uh, my friend Joey, who was driving, says, uh, and it was this other girl that we were friends with, he says, what what smells like shit? And I don't know <laughs> if she was just covering for me or if she actually did, but she's like, oh, I farted. <laughs> uh, God bless her. Yeah. Because I had, I had <laughs> shit in my pants. Chelsea? <laughs> no, no. Is uh, Loriana? I don't know if you remember our friend Lori. No, I was gonna say I could see Chelsea being a good sport and covering. Yeah, I don't know if she was actually covering for me or if she really did just yeah, make some nasty she... farts. But uh, yeah, ended up getting home at about five oh. quarter after five, and we had to be at work at six. <laughs> uh, and I had shitty pants, like shitty shorts. Just that was just a mess. I was still <laughs> wasted. And uh, the That's... only thing I came up with was like, well, I'll take a dip in the pool. <laughs> So I jumped in the pool, clothes on, uh, cleaned myself off, and uh, called my my ex-girlfriend at the time and said, I cannot get to work. 
uh, can you drive me? And she did. God bless her. And uh, made it to work that day. So I don't miss those days. Day. No, I don't either. Drinking, drinking until four and then being to work at six. <sighs> no, I don't I, have that. That is anymore. unfathomable to me at this point. Yeah. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I had two drinks on a Saturday afternoon and I was out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Valerie says in the chat, and you wonder why Will doesn't drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's a good point. You saw us bumbling idiots for years. Corey, one of my favorite stories of you. It's not a, it's not as it might not be as funny to people who haven't didn't work at the golf course, but I remember one time when Chris stayed the night when I was living with you and you guys had drank so much and like Chris was just passed out on the futon, there was wine spilled all over the floor. That was when Sticky I spilled all over my computer. Yep, your oh. beer beer your your computer was like in a puddle of beer. <laughs> We had to go to work later that day, or in the morning, because it was a weekend. Uh, and I finished my greens mow, and I'm washing the mower, and I look at seventeen or sixteen, and you're laying next to the green, <laughs> just not moving, mower running, r- I running, died. just resting. You're just, you're just laying there for like five minutes while I was washing my mower. Uh, yeah, that was a rough one too. I remember that one. It was fun. It, it's it's fun at first because you know you go into work and you're still still drunk or buzzed. Yeah, you're like yeah, this is not so bad. And then as it slowly wears off, as the morning oh. progresses, and you just feel awful, <laughs> just you, awful. You sober up around the time the sun comes up and it yeah. starts getting hot. Yep, oh, just like. But then in those days, we could just go home and sleep. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't ever do that sort of thing nowadays. No way, uh, Corey. I think I only ever passed out one time outside. It was uh, in Binghamton when I lived there. I passed out in Rec Park. Well, that was when you tripped, right? <laughs> I wish that I had an excuse. <laughs> oh, I no. thought that was the time. I feel like you told me a story where you like tripped and then just. Fell and just slept there for maybe, a little bit. Maybe there was some other time that happened. Uh, <laughs> but no, I got into some gin and tonics this night, and uh, I was a fucking wreck. <laughs> and I, Tyler came out, and former intern Tyler came out and rescued me, brought me back into the house, got me a bucket to unload in, and what a guy! Yeah, that was at three in the morning. That that ain't that's a dangerous place to be passed out to. Oh, nothing good happens after midnight. Especially in that area. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Any other thoughts, pooping your pants stories? No. no. I don't think so, Dan. Oh, wait. This isn't pooping your pants, but I always remembered this one. Uh, I was pretty young when this happened. Do you guys ever remember the band Firehouse? No. Okay, so they had a hit song back in the day, and it was before I worked or anything, so like I didn't have my own money to buy things, and I really wanted this Firehouse CD. I'm trying to remember uh, what the song was. You sure uh, it's love, not Lifehouse? Love of a Lifetime. No, it was Firehouse. The song is called, uh, you know, I Finally Found the Love of a Lifetime. You remember that one? It's like an 80s rock. No. You'd know it if you heard it. <laughs> anyway, I was way too young to even give a shit about a song like that. But I just loved it. And my mom was going to buy it for me. So we went to Kmart. 
and I pissed my pants. <laughs> so she wouldn't buy it for me. Oh. I was devastated. Oh, man. I still remember it to this day. You listen to the song and you'll be like, why did nine-year-old Eric give a fuck about this? <laughs> and why did I piss my pants again? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Who knows? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Overwatch likely next week. Might as yeah. well. And then maybe Doom the following week. I should probably have procured it by that point. Okay. Yeah, Doom. And then three predictions. Yeah, that's coming yeah. right up, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. It's less than a month away, guys. Jeepers. Wow. Okay. It's nice to have our next three episodes planned out. I've got a pretty good idea of what I'm going to predict for Nintendo. Nothing. Zelda. Oh. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it has to be bold. Bold predictions. Like, the NX will be at E3. That's bold. That is bold. All right. Uh, that'll do it for episode 252 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.